Jones. <laughs> I know it was really fucking good. <laughs> several, several times though. <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't watched any like side videos for like any like like there are YouTube channels that make like deep dives on just like trailers alone. And they'll they'll break it apart like frame by frame. <laughs> yeah, I haven't done any of that, but I've been going frame by frame, just looking for little like hints of what's going on so, in this movie. Do so. I see anything else that I don't know about? Like. <laughs> Maybe whenever he gets arrested, you see forearms that kind of look like maybe they belong to Charlie Cox, and it could be the introduction of Daredevil. I, I know. I, I I read that on Twitter. Some people are like, that's got to be Charlie Cox from Daredevil. I was like, I highly doubt it. God, I'd fucking love it. It would be a great addition to it. To have Spider-Man being defended by a fucking Daredevil would be amazing, but I highly doubt it. I really do, especially because it's technically a Sony production, so... Spider-Man's his own thing, so I don't think they're going to have another character that's as big as, say, Spider-Man with Daredevil come in. Well, I would say that Daredevil isn't as big as Spider-Man, though. I don't know. Well, maybe not... Well, the top three are Spider-Man, Batman, and Superman. Right. But I almost bet a lot of people know who Daredevil is. All you have to see is the red uh, horn, like, cow, and you would know who it is. I don't know. Because you'd also think that since it's been around for, God, 25 years, more, Pokemon, that everybody would know the Pokemon. Like, they see a green little turtle thing with a bulb on its back. Oh, is that a thing that people don't know who Bulbasaur is? (laughs) You don't remember that video? Like, whenever Pokemon Go was, like, going crazy... No. And there's this woman that was interviewed on the nightly news that was just going ape shit <laughs> because this black guy showed up and like was calling all the Pokemon by the wrong names and that's what like pissed her off. <laughs> and so they started showing pictures and she's like, you know, he called Bulbasaur and was, that's Onion Turtle. <laughs> I remember that. And then they get to B drill. Man, everybody knows that's Big Dick B. <laughs> Uh, I forgot about that. He knew Pikachu, but everybody knows Pikachu. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's Pikachu. (laughs) He called Diglett. That's floor shit. (laughs) (laughs) Doug Trio. That's three floor shits. (laughs) So, I mean, I I would say that that Daredevil is more well-known than... Some than, other ones. Than some Pokemon. Than Big Dick B. <laughs> but <laughs> I would still say that whenever it comes to <clears throat> like the Marvel roster and stuff, he's he's a lesser known character. I mean, that's part of the reason why he's in the Defenders and not the Avengers. I know he's... I mean, yeah, played, right now... Played with the... But, like, that's why I think that's why they relegated him to that superhero team in the cinematic and TV universe mm. was because they didn't think that he was big enough I don't, to I, carry it a franchise. Seems, it seems odd that the first, and we're not even sure if it's a lawyer character. I'm assuming right. it is. Um, I heard some people trying to make the case that it's probably just cops trying to interrogate him. Like, that's not how cops don't, detectives don't hand you files for you to look over. 
That's right. usually something that you and your lawyer well, do. Well, and, and to be fair to that scene, we don't really know. We don't know what the fuck is going what on. What the fuck it is could, going on. It could on. be a fucking clerk that comes in, slams a bunch of files on the table, and, and it, walks away. It could just be like they had to put him in cuffs to bring him in because of... For like, appearances. For appearances, but no. they just want his help dealing with whatever files they're putting in front of him, like, please help us. Yeah. Like, we don't know what we're doing. <laughs> we're, we're superhero movie cops. So we are, in, we're more inept than TV cops. <laughs> like we need help. Uh, so yeah, it could be, I knew I would fucking find it fantastic for it to be daredevil for Spider-Man to battle two fronts, him with a, a trial case of some sort and him battling whatever's going on with Doc Ock and Green Goblin. Those two characters we obviously know are going to be in this movie. And it's already confirmed that Electro... Yeah, Jamie Foxx has been confirmed. So those three we know are going to be in this movie in some manner. We just don't know to what extent. Because we only got snippets. Like I said, it was a teaser. All, all I'm saying is, like... The, I've seen some memes, and it's like, yeah, I mean... Doc Ock isn't fighting the same Spider-Man, so he fucking shows up and is like... Hello, Peter. <laughs> and Peter Parker's like, activate instant kill mode. Wait, what? <laughs> instant what? <laughs> I don't I don't know if that's the same scene, though. Well, right. Because, it, it, yeah, it looks similar, but I don't think it's the same scene. Because I think if we are getting three different well, Spider-Man... I just mean, like, that's the suit that he has. So, like, if he has to fight any bad guys from previous movies and stuff, like... Instant kill. Yeah. You win. That being said, it's also the way to defeat Thanos is to make Ant-Man shrink down really small, squirm up his butthole, and then go super size. Yeah. Just regular size. Not even super size. You get a small human getting to be just regular size, you're going to rip that fucking yeah, being fair apart. Enough. <laughs> but it would be way cooler if he was a giant... <laughs> Uh, so I'm yeah I don't know how strange is gonna work. Obviously the multiverse with Loki series and with Wandavision, with a few things that happen in Wandavision, uh, especially with the Loki series, multiverse is already fucking fractured. So something happens whenever Strange is putting that spell together, to where it even fractures even more. Well, the, uh, to what extent just, I it don't just know. Full on fucking breaks. Yeah. From what it looks like. Well, in the trailer, I would say what happens in Loki it full on breaks. If you watch Loki, you'll understand what I'm talking about. But yeah, I, from what it just seems like, there's some sort of like mishap, like he overloaded the thing and like it fried, or yeah. whatever. Like the equivalency of like something overloading. Um, so I'm interested to see how that looks. I did when I was scouring through scenes, his mug that he's carrying in his Sanctum Sanctorum, which by the way, why is it covered in snow? Also, <laughs> there's no reason, but whatever. He's wearing the fucking <laughs> cloak and a hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But the mug he has says, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> it just has O oh, four, and then there's an image of a fox and then sake uh, underneath it. That's awesome. <laughs> I cannot wait for this movie. Um, I don't think, I think, well, Shang-Chi just came out the other day. Yes. And I think that's it before Spider-Man's supposed to come out. I don't think any other movie comes out. I can't think out. of any. I know Spider-Man's supposed to come out soon. Yeah, I can't think of any other Marvel movies that are going to come out in between. So I'd almost bet we'd probably get one more, maybe two more trailers. Yeah. At least one of those are going to tell us what a basic outline of what the movie is going to be about. So 
Well, the I mean, the teaser kind of does. Everybody knows he's yeah. He goes to he goes to he goes to Strange Strange to make everybody or to you know make people forget. Mm. Strange says everybody's going to forget, and he's like, "Wait, no, I want you." Yeah, but we don't know what that means once everything goes ape shit. Right. Obviously, bad guys start popping up. We don't know why. Some reason they're they're thrown into the multiverse. Yeah. So I'm interested to see what happens. Obviously, because it's an MCU movie and Sony Junction movie, which. The Morbius movie is supposed to tie into these as well because what's his name shows up in the Morbius trailer that we got forever ago. Michael Keaton. At the end of the Morbius trailer, the first Morbius trailer that we got, mm-hmm. Michael Keaton shows up at the end of that trailer. So that means the Morbius characters are tied in with oh, the Spider Man. Yeah. yeah, I forgot. Like like the last like five seconds of that first Mor- Morbius trailer that we got, he showed up in it. So I have no idea to what extent. Those characters, if they are going to play, or, or if this movie is going to set up some sort of like storyline in that movie, I have no clue. Yeah, because that that trailer is not what we're here to talk about today. Yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway, so I am Greg Vance, and I'm Ryan Downing, and we are Nerdinian, and we uh, go through every well, not <laughs> we haven't gone through every nerd movie. We go through. I don't the nerd movie of the week. I don't think that there will ever be a time that we've gone through. All the nerd movies. Not unless... It, it, unless Not, the prophecies come true, Ryan, and everybody's like, oh, superhero fatigue. Unless that happens and everybody just walks well, away from comic book but movies. But like you said, it's it's not necessarily comic book movies. No, but that is nerd, the main like nerd force movies. behind nerd movies. So, anyway, so, like, nerdy movies will always be made, I feel yeah. like. Uh, so, Nerdinian is a podcast where we... Uh, Go from nerd movie to nerd movie, and we go scene by scene, beat by beat, and we just walk through the movie. If you haven't seen this movie, this week's movie, Deadpool. Do it. Do it, A. Do it. B, if you haven't. Spoiler warning. Yes, you're going to be spoiled. We go through the entire movie. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. You will be spoiled. If you watch this movie, you will also be spoiled with a fantastic time. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Um... I broke Greg, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> uh, well, you said, uh, spoiler alert, if you watch this movie, you will also be spoiled. I was like, yeah, that's kind of the point. And then you tagged it up with <laughs> that. It's so fucking ridiculous. Um, anyway, so this week we are talking about Deadpool. And do you remember the time frame, like everything happening with this movie? Yes. Like leading up from the moment well, it started gaining buzz to when it... It was... It started gaining buzz before X-Men Origins Wolverine. Yes. Whenever Ryan Reynolds... There were, there were rumors that Ryan Reynolds was going to get his own gonna, Deadpool movie. Yeah, was going to get his own Deadpool movie. But then it, like... Uh, died. The, the Deadpool in X-Men Origins Wolverine, because they called him Deadpool. There was nothing about that character that was Deadpool. Anyway... Well, except maybe the first 15 minutes of it. Yeah. That's about so, it. So, after that... Well, th- I would argue that was still wasn't Deadpool. That was Wade Wilson, which yeah. is, I mean, it's the same character. But, but, same but different. Yes. <laughs> um, and then th- it, that was so fucking terrible that they axed it. It was just dead. Mm. And then... And we didn't hear anything for years. Yeah, it was... I think the X-Men Origins movie came out in 2010, 2011. Maybe even before that, maybe 2009, 2008, somewhere in there. I know it was early 2000s. Yeah. That we didn't hear anything for a good while since we heard anything. 
Um, and it wasn't until July, what I wrote down, July 28th, 2014, that some footage or some, uh, uh, like, like a 10, like a footage. 10 minute test footage. Yeah. yeah or 10 minutes of test it's footage. It's like animation sequence of just what the movie could look like if we shoot it and put in real actors and do all the special effects for a movie. And the CGI sequence was supposed to give the studio execs an idea of what the movie could look like once they start shooting it and they actually have a finished product. That got leaked out. Yeah. Leaked out. It's been subsequently confirmed by Ryan Reynolds that it was him who leaked it out. Um, and it from there, it was fucking like a snowball down a it was, fucking steep hill. It was fucking wildfire. <laughs> like, that spread through every nerd community between every nerd, like, person-to-person interaction mm-hmm. was, have you seen the Deadpool footage? Yeah. It, it it was it was fucking spectacular, and then like a month or two after that footage came out, um, uh, 20th Century Fox and Ryan Reynolds both are like, "Yeah, we're making that movie now" because um, uh, they saw the reaction from everybody. So, yeah, it's happening. Oh wait, this will make money. Yes, we'll get behind it. Okay, <laughs> there's there's nobody that wants a Deadpool movie, and, and then everybody on the internet was, you know, the internet, uh-huh. and then they were like, "Oh wait." Th- they just got that for free, but if they want the whole movie with the real people, then they'll have to pay us. And originally, Tim Miller was supposed to direct the movie, but then you know things just fell through to where, and that's who made the original um, CGI scene that we got that mm-hmm. got quote unquote leaked. We constantly heard rumors: "Oh, Deadpool's going to come out here. Deadpool's going to come out there." In a year, Deadpool's going to come out and all that, and it's going to be directed by this person, this person, this person. None of that fucking happened. And eventually went back to the original people with Ryan Reynolds and Tim Miller. And Tim Miller hadn't really directed anything, now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah. I don't think anything before this. Um, he's directing, he directed, I think, the most recent Terminator, the Dark Fate one with uh, mm. Sarah Connor in it. Um, so, and he didn't direct Deadpool 2. We'll get to that when we talk about that movie. Linda Hamilton, not oh, Sarah Connor. That's her. Sarah Connor is the character's name. Yeah, with Sarah oh, Connor. Right. So that was the last, was it T2 was the last one she showed up in? Fuck, I don't remember. Yeah, I believe so. She's not in three, because, yeah, they go Eventually, we'll site. get to all the, all those. Terminators, yeah. Um, anyway, so uh, the only reason I mention that is because there's, I think... I don't know, but I think this the reason he got this job is because there's a fantastic uh Batman's Batman Origins. What was that Origin Batman game? Oh, um we had Arkham Asylum, then we had um Arkham City, then the Origins game came out for that those series of games and then Arkham Knight came out. Yeah, I don't remember. What was what the Origins the Origins? I can't remember what it, what it was called. But the trailer for that was a series of shots with uh Bruce Wayne going through his life. So you had him exiting the theater uh with his parents and you just they stay tight on the kid's face. Shots ring out, pearls come into the frame, all that. His fra- face goes very sad and somber. And right when another shot rings out, bam, he's at the funeral. Another shot rings out, bam, he's in, like, prep school. Another shot rings out, bam, he's at a thief over in, like, some Asian country. Another shot rings out, bam, he's now pretending to be, like, like a proto-Batman before he gets the actual Mm. outfit. Bam, he is now Batman and is getting punched by Bane. It's a fucking fantastic trailer. Amazing fucking trailer. Game not so 
good. I'm. I enjoyed most of that game. There were certain aspects, like the, uh, there were a few things that they tweaked on the because uh, it was by Warner Brothers uh, Montreal. It wasn't done by. Oh yeah. What, oh, what was the maybe Ubisoft? I think. No. Yeah. Was no. it? Rocksteady. Rocksteady. Yes, Rocksteady. That's who made the original three. Was Rocksteady. And that one is called Return to Arkham. It, well, yeah, that one is the the VR game. Oh, okay. Isn't it no? Oh no no! This is the original three, the the three, the Arkham uh, Asylum, Arkham City, and then Arkham Knight. All three of them put together, and there's oh, okay. one PS4 version. I got you. Um, and that's what that, that's, that's what why it's returned called. to Arkham because yeah. all of it's updated for like the PS4 and shit. Anyway, outside of that, that's why I think maybe that Tim Miller got the um, because job. he directed that the, the the commercial for that. Yeah, um, it was a fantastic commercial. So I. Uh, that's the way I think because it came out before this movie came out and all that, and I think that's why some people were okay with him directing it because they got a lot of car blanche once that fever pitch happened when that leaked footage came out. They got a lot of leeway, a lot of leeway that wasn't the case six months before that movie came out. Like people just didn't understand. Like from what Ryan Reynolds had said in uh, movie uh, or in uh, interviews, interviews and stuff, he's like. There were certain studio execs that just didn't get it, and we just didn't get the green light, and it just sat on a shelf. And then that uh, leaked footage comes out, and then all of a sudden they're given, you can do a Deadpool movie, you can make it R-rated, you can have Tim Miller, you can have Ryan Reynolds. All this stuff starts happening for them. Budget isn't that big. That's why certain th- things happen in the movie that the way that they do, like the um, uh, Deadpool constantly forgetting all the guns and stuff. Um, that was a budget cut. Um, anyway. So I'm only saying all this as a, it, it's amazing that it just became, because of internet fervor, this movie became a thing. And it was always amazing to see how that progressed. The footage got leaked out. And Ryan Reynolds was always on everybody's mind to play Deadpool. Hell, I think there was an issue, and I think this is why everybody's like, yeah, Ryan Reynolds would be a good one. I think there's an issue of Deadpool where he's talking to like the other people in his head about who would play him in the movie, and it mentions Ryan Reynolds, and I think it's from then. I can't remember the issue, but it's from then that everybody's like, "Yeah, that would be the case." And then Blade Three came out, yeah, and I was cemented say, that idea. I was going to say, further. as soon as I saw Blade Three, I was like, "Yeah, the, he is Deadpool. There's no one else that play that could play it." And, yeah. and actually, I was talking to the the girlfriend's brother, who's into comics as well, and uh, he was talking about you know the potential of. 10, 20 years from now, whenever they want to make a, a new Deadpool, and Ryan Reynolds doesn't is is done with the character. Okay, who plays gonna, Deadpool? I don't know if we have that actor on our radar yet because I can't think of any actor that. And other that's than him. and that's exactly what I said. I was like, honestly, there's nobody else that plays Deadpool. But with all the fuckery that's going on with the multiverse and stuff right now, this is the time where you just go ahead and jump instead of doing Deadpool and do Gwenpool. Well, I don't know if that's what the plan is, but I know for a fact that they are going with Ryan Reynolds' Deadpool. Um, I don't know if you've seen any of the recent like marketing shit for like New Guy. No. Um, so at one point, uh, in New Guy, you have Ryan Reynolds playing Guy. It's his movie. It's his right. vehicle playing this uh, NPC character. In a video game. In a video game. and But the maker of the video game is Taika Waititi. He played Korg in 
Thor Love and Thunder. Well, a little marketing thing came out where Deadpool and Thor oh, yeah, are talking. I've seen that. You have like seen that? The, they talk about... Uh, the new Guy, the trailer yeah, the for trailer New Guy. the trailer for New Guy. Um, shortly after that came out, Ryan Reynolds confirmed that him and Disney are working things out to uh, make a new Deadpool movie. So, we are getting a new Deadpool movie. We just... To the... Especially, I think it'll fucking just fit in just smoothly because what happens at the end of Deadpool is that he's time traveling. Yeah. It can fit in smoothly with what they're doing with the MCU. Yeah. He just gets to the MCU, thing breaks, he's stuck here. And because he can't go back to where Vanessa was, even though, I'll eliminate that, even though, spoilers, we're not going to mention anything else, she is over there, he's here, he snaps. Because the one thing I miss from these two movies is... He doesn't have the voices in his head. Yeah. That and the bamfing. I really enjoy just those two elements. Like, okay, so in the comics, he has two voices in his head. He has one that's like the movie phone guy and another one that's almost like a little kid, adolescent type voice. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're constantly arguing in his head uh, along with him as well. Which is just basically an allegory for his id and super ego arguing over his ego and shit like that. Right. Uh, also, before we get into the episode, make sure you comment, like, subscribe. Do all the normal things you would do with any other podcast. Uh, before we get into the movie, uh, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, at Nerdinian, you can follow me as well. That, uh, that wanker on both those platforms. Um, but also, spoilers, like we said earlier. Um, just letting you know, I'm not fucking responsible for you not being able to watch this movie. Go and watch this movie, then come back. Oh, also, you can also find him on TikTok. Oh, yeah. At that wanker without, without an E. An e. <laughs> because I'm too lazy to try to account recover the other Your one password. with an E. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, I don't care. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you follow us on that on TikTok as well. Let's get to who directed and wrote this movie. So it was directed by Tim Miller, as I said. It was uh, written by um, Rhett Reese and Paul Warnick. Do you know who those guys are at all? Paul Warnick sounds familiar. I don't know if you would have... I don't know how big of a fan you were of this show. It was a pretty cheesy show. Although it was fantastic just to see it unfold. Cheesy show that you don't know if I like or not. It came out 2002, 2003... Had the premise of reality TV, but not really reality TV. Nope. I got nothing. Joe Schmo show. Remember that show? Oh, yeah. They yeah. were the head writers. They came up with the idea for that show. Um, and Joe Schmo show, if you haven't seen it, it was just one person thinks it's an actual reality TV show. Everyone else is a bunch of actors paid to act like certain archetypes from like reality TV shows. And it was fucking fantastic. At least the first season was fantastic. The second season, not so much. Third season that they came out with like a few years ago to try to revamp interest on the in the Joshmo IP it was a lot of fun. Um, but they are the head writers on that show. Okay. And then they ended up writing this movie as well. Um, it stars Ryan Reynolds, Marina Bakarin, T.J. Miller, Ed Screen or Scrine, however you want to say his last name, um, Karen Sony. And I'm mentioning this name only because she's part of the cast. Um, Gina Carano, but fuck her. Um, that's enough said about her. Leslie Uggins, Brianna Hildebrand, um, Michael Benier, uh, Stefan. Okay, one thing we need to mention is that Colossus was played by five fucking performers. And I'm only mentioning that because there are five different performers. One was The Voice. One was the actual on-set like, uh, motion capture uh, performer. Mm-hmm. One was the facial features, like uh, the way the Colossus character talks. 
sorry, I dropped something. The way the Colossus character talks, uh, one was the uh, like the face design, like the way that the face, like the chiseled jaw and the flat top and everything. There was mm-hmm. another actor that did that, and then there was a stunt actor as well. Um, so five fucking people to bring one character to life on screen played Colossus, but those five people are Stefan Capici or K A P I C I I C Capishik. Kapishik, maybe? I don't know. Um, uh, Greg LaSalle, Andre Trickatu, T-R-I-C-O-T-E-U-X. Trickatu? Sounds about right. Um, Glenn Ennis and TJ Storm. And then we also have Jed Rees um, in this movie as well. Jed Rees doesn't play any of the classes. He plays the Agent Smith-like character. So, this movie starts off... With um, probably one of the greatest openings to ever exist. No, that's not how it starts. Oh, wait. No, that was the trailer. Yes. That's how the trailer began. Yes, even the leaked footage had Shoop in it as well. Hell, the leaked footage that we get, we have that similar sequence in this movie. I think that's why I associate... That is like the first thing. Whenever, (laughs) whenever it's Deadpool, like I watched the trailer for this movie, Mm. probably, and this is this isn't uh, like hyperbole. I'm pretty sure I watched this trailer a thousand times. Yeah, it was amazing to watch. Just the trailer alone with the shoop and everything, it was spellbinding. And at the time, we had Avengers, so we were starting to get a bit spoiled. I think Mm. this movie came out what 2016. So, yeah, at this point, I think Age of Ultron was on the verge of coming out. Apocalypse, if you remember correctly, this movie came out in February, February 14th to be exact. That's also part of the marketing that happened for this movie where they had dead, like almost like uh, um, like romantic movie type billboards yeah. for it and shit. Uh, Deadpool, a romance story. And we even get the comparison in the movie as well. Yeah. Um, and then Age of Apocalypse comes out here in a bit. Uh, like in May of that same year, I think, as well as Age of Ultron later on. So yeah. we were we were knee deep in the MCU at this point. In Deadpool, whenever that leaked footage came out, it was always something everybody wanted, but we all resigned ourselves. We're never, never going to get, get it. it. They that won't do a rated R superhero. Movie. Yes, and that was a big point and of contention for some and people. Since then. Yeah, since then we've gotten several rated R uh, comic book movies. And they've been great. Yes. <laughs> um, I was trying to think of this. Was Deadpool the first R-rated movie? And the I first R-rated superhero movie? Yeah, superhero movie. Yes. Sorry. I don't think so. Blade. I was thinking that yeah. as well. I was like, I'm not sure. I can't remember. Uh, we haven't talked about Blade yet. So no. I don't don't remember how much Blade made in the first one, but it hasn't made a decent amount. If it got a sequel, I only got two it's sequels. Got, yeah, it got a threequel. <laughs> yeah. So I... It had to have made a decent amount of money. So, and I believe it's rated R. It could be like a hard PG-13. I'm not 100%. Uh, no, it is rated R. It is rated 19, R? 1998. We'll say this is the first one in the the comic resurgence. Yeah, or maybe the first one that's made the first like modern. Ridicu- ridiculous amounts of money. Because this movie made stupid yeah, amounts was, of money. <laughs> Nearly a billion dollars, all everything all told. I mean, the movie. We'll get to it when we get to it. But the movie didn't have that big of a budget, so yeah. it had stupid amounts of money. Um, yeah, this is because so ninety eight, and then probably two thousand, two thousand three, and two thousand eight for the three Blade movies. 
Yeah, that's not about right. I think Blade Three came out the year I graduated, so two thousand five, I believe. Blade. I remember my high school graduation and Blade Three being close together. So Blade mm. Two was two thousand and two. Blade Three was two thousand and four. Two thousand four. Okay. Okay. So yeah, and then what? Fourteen years later. Twelve years later. Twelve years later, this comes out. From yeah, two thousand four. Yeah, twelve years later. So. And there wasn't any other movie besides Blade when yeah, it came to the comic when, book world. When it came to comic book worlds, we had like Blade and Spawn. Yeah. Back yeah. in back in that era. Mm-hmm. And then there wasn't really anything until the resurgence. The Watchmen. Happened. Yeah, the Watchmen. The was rated Watchmen R. was before that, and it was where it rated R, so. And it had to have been that because Deadpool, The first Marvel. Maybe. I would go. Well with that. no fuck. Stuff Blades Marvel, <laughs> Blade, yeah. <laughs> so I, yeah, I, I was just trying to think while I was watching. I was like, I don't think this is the first one, although I have heard that claim made. Uh, anyway, so the movie starts off with um, just Angel of the Morning playing, while we have just a bunch of like small, well, not small, just the camera panning over just destruction. Like we see, like the, there's this car mid air as it's rolling, and we're just panning over certain things in the, in this car. And we have a title sequence, Ryan. Let me read the title sequence to you. So it says 20th Century Fox in association with Marvel Entertainment. Uh, and then we have a series of titles come up saying some douchebags film, starring God's perfect idiot, a hot chick, a British villain, the comic relief, a moody teen a CGI character, a gratuitous cameo, produced by Hats, written by the real heroes here, and directed by an overpaid tool. And this is all happening over, like, certainly, we even see, like, a small image of, like, this character in, like, a green outfit, similar to what we get with Green Lantern in the movie that Ryan Reynolds did. Um, And we also see Deadpool has his hand, he has his hold on guy's underwear as he's outside the vehicle as it's tumbling through the air just like just slow motion of all this fucking like destruction happening we see a few guys dead just tumbling in the vehicle as well um we then cut to oh him in a cab and immediately from angel in the morning cuts to just like that slow like elevator music in a cab mm-hmm. and he's just looking around he uh, grabs a pamphlet on the back of the front seat says like haunted segway tours i was like is that a thing i know segway tours are it depends on where you're at haunted segway tours maybe uh it just seems like ridiculously just a ridiculous thing to do go on a segway to get spooked out you would be constantly wrecking into things tripping over just constantly fucking I, i think it's more like the "Quote unquote death tours of like this is the Manson family or is the Segway house. Ha- haunted? <laughs> Maybe Ooh, Edith died on here. <laughs> um, anyway, so you're going down the road. It'll just randomly like goose the throttle. And, <laughs> woo! Right. Um, uh, after a few seconds, we see him like uh, mess with gum on the ceiling of the uh, car. He flips it around or like flings it around and ends up on the like. Uh, other window where the camera is he scrapes that off and then bam we're inside the front part of the car and deadpool comes through the opening and just immediately is like hello there or gets lonely back there or something like that 
Um, he crawls up, and it's very awkward as he crawls up. The first time he talks to the camera is in this instance right here. Mm-hmm. Um, we see him. He's, like, having his crotch in front of the camera. He looks down at his crotch and then uh, at us as well. He's like, oh, hello there. Um, he straightens himself out, and uh, the driver introduces himself to Deadpool. He says, Dopinder. Um, Deadpool says, Deadpool, I think. Yeah, or, yeah. Because the thing that's messing me up is that Dopinder calls him Mister Pull. Yeah, I, I was for some reason thinking that he said Pull dead or something like that. Um, but yeah, Dopinder is calling him Mister Pull so, uh, in the entire sequence, and then Deadpool sees an image of a woman near Dopinder's like air freshener. Yeah, it's it's up in like in his center console. Yeah, yeah. area. And uh, he's like, who's that? And he's like, that's Gita. Uh, she's the love of my life. But sadly, she does. I don't have her heart. My cousin. Boda? Bodu? Bindu. Bindu. Bindu uh, has uh, her heart or some shit like that. And then Deadpool's just like, you got to hold on to that for as long as you can. You got to try to win her over. And I believe he semi-implicate or uh, insinuates that he's got to kill Bindu in order to get her to love him again. Um, and then he says, there's a, there's a line. Oh, Dopinder asks, why the red suit, Mr. Pool? And Deadpool's like, because it's Christmas Day and I've got a few people I need to cross off my naughty list. And I've been waiting, and this is what I wrote down earlier today because I completely forgot about it because it's somewhat inter- important information, just uh, time frame wise. Mm-hmm. Um, he says, I've been waiting one year, three weeks, six days, and 14 minutes. And as he checks the, the minutes on his watch, and it's an Adventure Time uh, watch and everything. Um, and then I believe we get into, I don't think anything else, I don't think we go back in time just yet. I was trying to think of, like, if we recap some of the story before he gets into the cab. But no, it's... Um, as he's explaining all this, he then realizes where the cab is, and he tells Dopinder, stop. They're on a, like, overpass highway area. Yep. Um, Dopinder gives him the price of the cab fare. Deadpool's like, oh, I don't ever carry change in my uh, outfit. Um, but he's like, I'll give you a crisp high five. Gives Dopinder a high five and fucks off. And now we get the sequence that is from the leaked footage. Uh, we have Shoop by Salt and Pepper being played on a nearby radio. And it's um, Deadpool drawing an image of him killing someone named Francis. And it's just him just enjoying the song. And then all of a sudden, he talks to the camera, looks straight down the barrel and looks at us. And he says, oh, hello there. I know. Who did I have to blow to get my own movies? (laughs) To get my own movie. And he's like, I'll tell you, it rhymes with Polverine. And he's got some smooth criminals down under. Uh, Anyway... And that's the way he fucking says it. All, yes, all of those things are so <laughs> are so incredibly fucking meta. <laughs> that, <laughs> so obviously he's talking about Wolverine. <laughs> and it goes far beyond this movie into the world of real life because... In fact, I would almost say that, that, that this little uh, spat that the two of them have... In real life, this faux spat that they have yeah. is part of the marketing that Ryan Reynolds and that team came up with. It has to be. Because it was woven throughout the entire marketing process during this whole the build up for this movie coming out. Right. So like, it had to I mean, have been. He he did the one like spot where he was wearing the 
the hat with like all the corks and stuff and speaking with an Australian <laughs> accent. And stuff. Yeah. Um, at that point, he is making fun of, or well, referencing Hugh Jackman. Yeah. The reason that he says he's got some smooth boys down under <laughs> is because Hugh Jackman is Australian. Yes. And then just the fact that like they carry it through like. Off and on throughout the movie, yeah. Well, throughout the movie and throughout real life, mm, like through yeah. Twitter and stuff like that, like I Hugh Jackman is taking a picture with like Ryan Reynolds' face over his, and <laughs> right around the same time, I want to say Ryan Reynolds has a Christmas sweater made that has well, <laughs> I think that so has Hugh Jackman's face on it. I think so that he wears because right around at the same time, and I think we may get another Hugh Jackman. I don't know. Uh, another Hugh Jackman Wolverine movie. He said he movie. was done. I know, but every so often things will start percolating again, and Ryan Reynolds will try to jab at him to get him to do one more Wolverine movie, so we can With have Deadpool. Wolverine and Deadpool, which would be amazing. I don't know how that would work. Obviously, at this point, they'd have to figure out a way to mix it in with the MCU. The multiverse is broken, so it works. I mean, it could technically work that, but if you bring in. Wolverine, Hugh Jackman's Wolverine, that means he's got to be around for another three or four movies to try to get things. And it just seems like they'd be treading on similar territory that they've already treaded on with the Wolverine character. And it just, as much as I love Hugh Jackman as Wolverine in several of the movies, he's the only shining light. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty much done as, with Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. Logan was a perfect send off. Yeah, it was. As much as I would want a Wolverine Deadpool movie, Logan was brilliant. Let's just move on. I don't know, though, because if you end up doing a Wolverine Deadpool movie, then it can be not X-Men. It could be X-Force. And Would you want a Wolverine uh, movie where he's the director and not the Wolverine character? I don't know if he's ever directed or if that's a thing that, Wol- or that Hugh Jackman wants to do, but... A Hugh Jackman-directed Wolverine movie would be intriguing. Yeah, I mean, it it could be. like Eventually, a lot of people who are in front of the camera end up going behind mm. to like finish out mm. their whatever you want to call it. Vision. Post, post-acting mm. life. Well, I wouldn't even say post-acting because you have someone like Ben Affleck who's or, yeah. directing and acting and writing in several of his things. So, uh, But I don't know. I feel like it would be weird seeing somebody else. Well, it's going to be weird no matter what because we are definitely more unlikely. I'm hedging my bet, but more unlikely, 99% sure, we are going to get a new Wolverine. Now I but think we don't necessarily need a new Wolverine. Like you can go X twenty three, right? You can go Dakin. We may not like need a Logan. There's other characters that have claws. Yes, but I think Wolverine is so well known that I think they may they need a tentpole character. I think they may use that Wol- Logan Wolverine as a tentpole character. Have him come in for a movie or two, and have him fuck off, and then have. X-23 or Dakin or any of those other characters, like uh, Wolverine-like characters. I would be interested. I don't know. Like I said, I don't know if Hugh Jackman has this in him, if if he's ever directed a thing in his life, but I would be interested to see a Hugh Jackman-directed Wolverine movie or X-23 movie or something. 
Because he's executive producer on a lot of those movies, so he's in those conversations. I would, I would say, I would rather see him direct an X twenty three movie rather than a Wolverine movie, just because like he's already played the character flawlessly. Mm-hmm. So whoever he gets to act in it, he's just like, you know what? Get out of the fucking way. Like I, I can do it better. Like get out, get out of here. <laughs> it's possible. Um, anyway, so let's get back to this movie. Um, yeah, he's, uh, Deadpool's, uh, talking about how he wants to get his hands on someone named Francis. And then at the last second before he even finishes his sentence, he notices, Oh, there's a con. Wait, no. Before we get to him, uh, on the bridge, he says, stop. We then cut to Francis Ajax at like a, a airplane um, landing area, like a airport of some yeah. sort. We, I'm not sure where it is. And he's just selling this guy something. It's a package of something. We're not sure what it is. Francis tells the guy, this is the last delivery you're going to get from us. And the guy's like, the fuck it is. And immediately Francis grabs him by the throat and lifts him up in the air. Like with no... Like strain whatsoever, like no, like it was just picking up a feather for Francis. Right. Um, tells the guy, "Don't get in my way, fuck you," and then drops him. Guy calls a mutant, and then we have Deadpool on the uh, edge of the the railing for the freeway, and then this is where he gets his sentence cut off because he sees the convoy of um, SUVs along with a few motorcycles. It's very similar to the leak footage that you see that you saw on when it got released, and right when he does. Um, Deadpool stands up, says maximum effort, and then just jumps. Hell, it doesn't even jump, just drops. Yeah, just steps off. Yeah. Um, drops from the freeway that is on, and it just, we cut to inside the SUV, and like, uh, Angel of the Morning is playing inside the SUV, and then, boom, crashing through his Deadpool, and he just wrecks shop immediately. He starts taking out guys left and right, he yells crock shot, or, yeah, cock shot, punches the guy in the dick, um... He's like, where's Francis? The guy shoves his face into like the seating of the fr- front seat, the driver's side seat. And he's like, rich Corinthian leather. This is what Deadpool says. He then gets thrown back. He says, where's Francis? Then Deadpool knocks the guy out. I think the one guy, he like tosses over his head in the vehicle. And the guy goes out the back like hatch and is like hanging on by a strap back there. So mm. he's just scraping the ground and stuff with his legs as he's trying to scramble back in. Um, Deadpool jumps to like the center console and the front of the vehicle holds up the picture that he drew on the freeway of him cutting off Francis's head. And he's like, have you seen this man? And then gets punched in the face by the passenger. <laughs> it is brilliant. Um, and immediately Deadpool starts just wrecking shot with a lot of those guys. Uh, we see a gun get pulled out. There's uh, just a little pistol. It starts firing rounds. Deadpool directs it towards the driver. Driver gets hit a few times. Then we see a motor motorcycle come up beside the vehicle and like just unloads a fucking clip on this uh, SUV and kills several of the guys in the vehicle. Uh-huh. Um, one of the guys that is still kind of alive gets kicked out. We see the door come off the side of the SUV and like he's hanging on like a, the 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 seatbelt strap, just like dangling there, just being drugged. He's dead at this point. Just being drugged on the outside of the vehicle, um, he's fighting the. I think he's he's fighting another guy. He pops the uh, cigarette lighter. Yeah, the cigarette lighter. Uh, f- uh, fights the driver a few for a few seconds. It pops out, grabs it, 
and he says, or no, he, put, he slams it on the guy's forehead, burns him, then he until throws the guy it in, opens his mouth yeah, to from, scream. From pain, yeah, and then he pops it in his mouth <laughs> and says, "I've never said this before, but don't swallow." <laughs> um, then the guy on the motorcycle comes back up. Wolverine or Wolverine, Deadpool sees that he takes his foot into the the steering wheel and just turns it one way, and then. We get the sequence that we got at the beginning of the movie. The car or the SUV just immediately starts flipping uh, on its side. Just It's the sequence that we got from the beginning of the movie of just the slow-mo shot of the car slowly turning over. And we see right before everything slows really the fuck down, we see Wolverine grab another... Deadpool. Or Deadpool. Get, give me my can of air. <laughs> I'm doing that all fucking... Recording. Um. So yeah, he grabs the. You guy know what? I'm not even. Motorcycle. I'm not even going to do that. Do you remember the Deadpool game that came out on like 360? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like the the cutscenes that you would get throughout the game mm-hmm. whenever he thought of something or like whenever he talked about cable, and then if you hit the right button, uh, it was like a like an intro sequence. It's just who the fuck is that? <laughs> it's cable. Yeah. Every time you call him Wolverine, who the fuck is that? <laughs> uh, uh, Just to keep it Deadpool theme. Uh, but yeah, uh, and it's uh, like I said, he grabs a, one of the other motorcyclists. He doesn't grab the main motorcyclist because that's Francis. That we find out later on. But he grabs one of them. It's very similar from the opening scene where he has someone by the underwear, and we just see like Carnage just following him as well. Everything slows down. Wolverine. Who the fuck is that? <laughs> Deadpool is upside down as the thing is fl- or like spinning in the air. It stops. Deadpool turns towards the camera. It's like, did I turn off the stove? Shit. And then we cut to... Um, outside and a lot of guys. Outside and a lot of guys. Yeah. The... I think, anyway. Or is there a cutaway? I thought this was yeah. the, the, the Jerry stalker scene. This is where we start getting some of his, the backstory of what's been going on up to the point where you get on the freeway. Yeah, you're right. Um, so, yeah, because all we see is, like, the back of the guy's jeans, and they're all, like, studded and, like, sparkly. And he has this, like, Ed Hardy shirt on, very douchey look mm-hmm. um, with the leather, leather strap, like, wristband. It looks fucking ridiculous. Um, and there's a pizza guy right across from him, and the guy's like, I did not order any pizza. I don't know who the fuck you're delivering this for, but it's not me. I didn't order anything. And out of nowhere, a voice comes out of the bathroom area. He's like, I did. We hear the toilet flush. He's wiping his hands on a nearby towel. And he walks up, uh, like, he walks, like, halfway into the apartment from the bathroom. And I I think the pizza boy enters into the apartment as well. Yeah. Like, right he, when it happens, he, like, starts trying to get, uh, I guess, Ryan, uh, Wade Wilson to pay for the pizza. Because the guy that is owns the apartment is like, who the fuck are you? Why are you in my bathroom type shit? And he just, I don't understand it. Immediately, Wade pulls out a gun and starts pointing it at the Ed Hardy guy. Um, he's like, I don't know what you're here for. I, If it's about that poker game, I told Carlos I would be here with the money in so many days or some shit like that. And, the guy, and Wade Wilson's like, that's, why, that's not why I'm here for. What I'm here for. And then the uh, pizza guy is like, hey, well... We also get us the where the uh, Ed Hardy guy hands Deadpool his wallet. He's like, "Here, take this." And Wade Wilson's like, "Oh, okay." Uh, and he's like, "That's not what I'm here it. for." Yeah, and he takes it. Um, and the delivery guy is like, "Oh, before I take off, can you give me a, a big fat tip?" 
And then Deadpool, Wade Wilson's like, well, technically I'm not here for him. I'm here for you. And he points the gun at the kid. The kid's just completely shocked. Like, this is insane. He doesn't understand why um, this guy's pointing a gun at him. Deadpool tells the Ed Hardy guy to sit down. Um, he puts the gun back in his, like, back of his jeans and he whips out a blade. He's like, do you, or no, right when he does the gun, putting the gun back, the pizza guy's like, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, and he just starts stuttering over, I'm, and Wade finishes it for him. He's like, a stalker. I believe you've been following, like, I'm been I trying to figure out the girl's name. I don't remember her name either. Like Molly Ovsleski or some shit like that. Um, and even Deadpool can't remember exactly. Uh, who hired him. And he's like, you've been stalking her, making threats. Not cool, Jerry. Not cool. And he basically tells uh, Jerry to stay the fuck away from her. If you go anywhere near her, you look at her in any way possible, or any way, shape, or form, I'll be back for you. And and he also tells her, like, I also tells a piece of guy, like, um, several guys and myself um, work for to take out, like, bad guys or bad people or some shit like that and make a lot of money doing it. But for me, I have a soft spot, points the knife at his chest. And I'm only mentioning this uh, bit of information just because of what happens here in a few seconds. Um, he takes a slice from the box, um, starts talking to Jerry a bit more, throws <laughs> the slice at the guy, the Ed Hardy guy, and then um, he just basically finishes up. Wade does finishing up saying, don't go near her. The pizza boy completely agrees. He's in utter shock at this point. He's like, I'm a mercenary. I don't necessarily love to kill, though. So, like, this is your second chance. Don't be a douchebag and make me come back here, because if I do, then I'll do my job. <laughs> and I'm really good at my job. <laughs> yeah. um, and Jerry agrees, and then he's like, okay, uh, we're done here. And then he starts piling around, and he looks at the Ed Hardy guy. He's like, you were really shocked. And the Ed Hardy guy's like, yeah, I didn't know what to do. And then all of a sudden, bam, he pins Jerry up against the wall, knocks the pizza out of his hand. He's like, if you ever go near her, you ever look in her direction again, and I will show you what my hard spots are. <laughs> and immediately, like, he's, he, Wade says, oh, that didn't come out right. And then he just looks at the kid, like, all very seriously, and he's like, or did it? And then he kisses the kid on the cheek, and the kid whimpers whenever he does. <laughs> yep. And then he fucks off. We cut to Wade, like in like a skate park area. He's carrying the pizza as well, and he walks up to this Molly. I believe her name is Molly. I can't remember. Just some random girl. That he's Whatever. Yeah. Uh, tells her uh, your problem with Jerry is no longer an issue, and he hands her a bunch of like Polaroids of uh, shit that he of like Polaroids he took of Jerry, just completely scared out of his mind. Um, she says, thank you. She hugs him. He's like, no, 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 none of that. Um, uh, he, she, as he walks away, um, she yells, you're my hero. And he's like, I am definitely not that. And I believe we get a voiceover. I believe so. Of, uh, Wade explaining that he's a bad guy, but he's not a bad guy, bad guy. He like takes out, yeah. um, he's a bad guy, but he takes out worse guys. <laughs> he's. He's Zangief from Wreck-It Ralph. <laughs> right. Just because you're a bad guy doesn't mean you're a bad guy. Right. Um, and he, he's like, all us mercenaries meet at this one place. It's called, like, si what I wrote it down. Sister Margaret's School for Wayward Girls. It's just a bar with a dopey-ass name. Uh, as he walks in, he uh, 
right away says he looks at a guy nearby, says Liefeld in a very like mean way, and then walks away. If you know anything about Deadpool character, it was created by Rob Liefeld, a very prolific comic book writer. Uh, fucking started Image Comics with him, uh, Jim Lee, and a few other guys. I think Todd mm-hmm. McFarlane as well. They are all, um, I believe so. Todd What's McFarlane is part McFarlane of Image. I know that they were all big deals back in the 80s and 90s, and then yeah, they split off and did their own comic book. I don't remember if he was... I know Jim Lee and Rob Liefeld were a part I of thought, it. I thought Todd well, right. McFarlane I thought was Todd well. McFarlane founded Dark Horse, though. I It's been a long time since I looked at any of that Dark stuff, Horse, though. I'm not sure. I know he did, obviously, McFarlane toys, right. where he does cards and baseball, and, of course, like, nerd and spawn shit. But... Rob Liefeld is the guy that created um, Deadpool. Deadpool. Um, and he, you see him at the bar. He Right when he says Liefeld, Liefeld walks away to like another part of the bar and shit. Um, and uh, Wade is, he lays down the card with like the, the kid's name, like Jerry, whatever. Tells uh, Weasel, his friend, um, that he wants to get paid now and not with babysitter money or some shit like that. Um, and he tells Weasel, get me a blowjob. And Weasel's like, why do you... What? Uh, or no, he initially says, yeah, so would I. And he's like, no, Weez, the drink. He's like, why do you make me fucking drink? Or make, make these. that, make these. Um, and yeah, and I can't, and I should have written it down, but he just says like Bailey's, Kahlua, and whipped cream or something. Yeah, I think so. And he's like, uh, AKA a blowjob. And then he uh, like pulls the waitress off to the side and he's like, hey, can you give this to that guy? And tell him it's, it's from, from that, that guy. guy. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, and Weasel's like, why do you do this? He's like, I don't take the shits. I just disturb them. <laughs> uh, we see a big white guy get a drink called the blowjob. Uh, the wait- waitress points <laughs> to the other here's guy. Here's a blowjob, sir, from that guy. <laughs> the other, the, the big black guy. And immediately the big white guy walks up to the big black guy. He's like, what the fuck is this? Slams the drink in front of him and they start scuffling right away. Eventually, the black guy gets his ass handed to him, gets knocked on the ground, and Weasel walks up as everybody's, like, cheering him on, uh, cheering on the guy might be dead at this point. Weasel takes up a small mirror, brings it up to the guy's nose, breathes, the guy the, breathes he, on it. Yeah, the the breath, like, fogs the mirror, and he's like, nope, not Still dead. <laughs> and everybody's like, oh, man. <laughs> no one wins the Deadpool, and later on, that's where we get the And name. then, I think... You, after he says it, you see up above the bar, yeah, all the like names. all of the names of every mercenary, and everybody's listed up there. And it's whoever dies first, whoever bet that that person would die, die. first, yeah. gets the money. So eventually, it comes up where I think like Wade asked Weasel, like, "So who'd you bet on?" And Weasel's like, "Yeah, about that." And immediately, Wade looks up. He's like, "You got to be kidding me!" And then. Weasel bet on Wade to die mm-hmm. first. Um, and Wade's like, it was, what about friendship or something like that? Just something goofy. Um, then Wade uh, yells out to the bar, uh, soldiers of fortune, drinks on me. I think that's what he yells out. Um, right away, Weasel's like, nothing imported, right. only <laughs> domestic. Um, and then right when he does that, we then have a woman with short hair walk up beside him. He's like, whoa, whoa, sailor. Um, and this is Vanessa. Um, she introduces herself as Vanessa. And as they're having a little chit-chat, we see the big white guy that got in the fight with the big black guy. I think his name is, like, Buck. 
Um, he walks by them, and right when he does, he smacks Vanessa's ass. He said, I'd hit that. And right when he does, Wade is like, whoa, 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 big guy. You need to uh, apologize to the lady. And right when he turns around, Vanessa just walks up right up to him and just grabs his dick and just starts pulling. And right away, the guy's like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> and Vanessa's you, like, you know, like you do when somebody grabs you by the dick and <laughs> starts looking, pulling. looking to rip it off, not play with it in the like grabs it, but not in the fun way. <laughs> yes. uh, she's like, say the two words, fat Gandalf. And the guy is bald with a long ass beard. And he says, I'm sorry. I will never do that again. I had no right to do that to you. Um, she releases, and, and we see Wade Wilson as she continues to pull and pull and pull. We see him just the big guy, just like grimace in pain more and more and more. And eventually, Wade's like, "Akuno, his tatas, <laughs> like let him go." Um, she does. He walks away, um, and Wade's like, "Oh, Ken's got claws or some stupid shit like that." And they have this back and forth. Eventually, it ends up on them. Trying to one up each other about whose for life, whose life was the worst. Whose life was the worst, and I only <laughs> giggle at this because it's something stupid Sarah and I do. Only we have tragic events in our life that we try to one up each other on, and that happens in this movie. Obviously, the things that happened to Vanessa and Wade that they're mentioning probably didn't happen to them, so they're just trying to say just worse fucked up shit than the other person, right? Um, with Sarah and I, you know, it's actual fucked up shit that we try to one-up each other on. It's fucking dark and weird, but it's our thing. Um, and I win. <laughs> um, eventually, Atlanta, uh, I can't remember how the conversation comes up, like, how much are you worth or something. Like, he's asking, she's clearly a prostitute of some sort. <clears throat> he's asking, I think he asks, or I think he says that he has, like, Three dollars left or something. I think that's later on, Is after it? they win at uh, ski. Oh yeah, after ski ball. So I think he does mention like Maybe. a decent dollar amount. And he's like, "How much could they like, get that you get you for?" She mentions it, and I think like, it's like a half hour, half hour, and anything you want. And Wade's completely shocked. He's like, "Yes, this is amazing." Um, they we see her walk out. We see him just enamored with the woman. And then we cut to what looks to be him on top of her. And she's like, this is really what you want to do? And Wade's like, yes, it's time to put balls in holes. And she's like, gross. And then we cut to a, a wider shot, and they are standing up next to each other, looking at each other, and he's in, they're in front of a ski a ball. ball machine. Um, and he's like, <laughs> and she mocks him for saying, this is why we put balls in holes, or this is how we put balls in holes, or whatever the fuck he said. She's mocking him for saying that. Um, and he's just basically like, yeah, I want to... and." She mentions, like, she's never met a man that would prefer this over vagina. And Wade's like, I don't know what it is. I just want to get to know you before we do anything uh, else. Um, And then they start playing skee-ball, and right away, uh, Wade throws the ball right into one of the, like, 100 holes. The 100, yeah, the super extra bonus hole. Right. Um, And Vanessa's like, what the fuck? And Wade's like, oh, yeah, it's going to be one of those nights. Um, We then cut to later in the night, and Wade has hundreds of fucking tickets from winning just a bunch of fucking uh, rounds of skee-ball. He slams it on the ground. He says, I want the Voltron Dakota ring. No, it's Voltron. But I can't remember. No, it's not a ring. It is a ring. Is it? 
Yeah, it is a ring. She gets an eraser. He gets a ring. I know it's ring and a Voltron ring, but I, there's a, like a long line of what the Voltron Defenders of the Universe ring or some shit like the Coda ring or something like that. Voltron Defender of the Universe ring. Okay. That's what I said. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, it just doesn't that's say all, decoder. Not, not a decoder ring or yeah, anything. Yeah, just Voltron, just Defenders Voltron of, Defender the Universe. of the Universe. Ring. And he, she giggles at it because it's just a dopey little, like, two-cent uh, ring. He's like, don't mock us. Don't mock it. Don't mock us. Don't mock it. If you get all five of these, you can take all the small, like, like creatures. I can't He mentioned some creature and make one giant big creature. And she's like, one giant big creature. Let's go get the other ones. Um, they're just playing back and forth with one another. And at one point, um, she mentions you, you have like, uh, three minutes left on your time. And, um, she asks, Wade, do you think we could squeeze in? I don't think she calls it fucking, but she calls it something else or Wade calls it something else. And he's like, Oh, great. So what are we going to do with the other two minutes and 27 seconds? And she's like, cuddle. And then we cut to a series of vignettes. Uh, first it's them fucking. Um, and she, and they're just pounding on, he's pounding her against the wall, uh, on the floor, on the bed. And she's like, how long, um, I know it starts on the wall. Like they smash right into the wall. No, they're in a, it looked like a bathroom. Was it? Yeah. I just remember the wall and I think on the floor, maybe. I thought it was in his apartment. No, I'm not it, sure. I thought it was in the, the bathroom. Whatever. Either way, they start fucking. And she is like, how long can you make this go for? And he's like, I don't know, all year? And then we get a bunch of small other vignette scenes of them going through the different uh, holidays throughout the year. Um, what is the first holiday? Fucking their way through all of them. Yeah, fucking their way through all of them. Uh, the first holiday is Valentine's Day. Just Valentine's Day. Yeah. Uh, next one is Chinese New Year. The one after that is, I want to say it's either the International Women's Day or it's Lent. But I want to say it's International Women's Day. It's International Women's Day next. Uh, okay. Yeah, and then we just see... And the, all the holidays are tailored to each one. Like Valentine's Day, you have all the like lingerie, her in a wig, just all the roses and stuff. Chinese New Year, it's a very like... Uh, you see a bunch of like Asian like insignia Paper behind lanterns. The, shit like that. International Women's Day, uh, we just see the, like a tight shot on like Wade's shoulders and face. And he's... Tense as fuck. We see like veins popping out of his shoulders, his face. He's tense as fuck. She leans into frame, says, just breathe, bites on the like earlobe, uh, and then leans away. We cut to a wider shot, and she has a strap on right behind him. We cut to the tighter shot on Wade. We <laughs> see her. We don't see her. We see him being thrusted into. Yeah, thrust And he's forward. like, mm-mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> we then cut to, they celebrate Lent by not doing it. They're, yeah. They, <laughs> it's like a series of vignettes of them fucking. And then like right smack dab in the middle of it is. Them reading books. Them just like <laughs> sitting on opposite couches from each other reading books. And like they look up and like. Hmm. smile at each other and then let's start reading their books again uh it goes to uh thanksgiving um where they're just fucking on a thanksgiving day table with all the fixings and she's grabbing a bunch of like mashed potatoes shoving it in his mouth he's just going to town on her uh well i think the um thanksgiving day one is last i think it's the, the then halloween 
because um, he's got the vampire teeth on, and he's, like, pinching her, and she's like, ow, wait, ow, ow, and he pops up, he's like, oh, sorry, takes out the fake teeth, he says, happy Halloween, we then cut to uh, Thanksgiving, um, yeah, she shoves the mashed potatoes in his uh, mouth as they're fucking, and then right when he uh, is about to climax, he says, I love you, and then we cut to, um, not them fucking, but, like, post-coital. Um, we see Wade walk in with nothing but, a, like, an ugly Christmas sweater on. Mm-hmm. He's like, your right leg is um, Christmas and your left leg is New Year's. Um, if you spread them open, can I... Uh, I don't want to say it's common you f- for the holiday. It's something about just, can I be in you for the holiday or something like that. Something along those lines, just a cheesy line about uh, him wanting to fuck her. Um, he pulls down the blanket that's covering her partway, and she also has an ugly Christmas sweater on. Um, and they're just enamored with one another. This is just them fucking just all 100% each other's, like, go-to person. Like, best friend, lover. Um, anyway, uh, a few seconds pass. They both are on their knees looking at each other, and she's like, wait, I have to ask you something. And because you never asked me, um, I figured I should be able to ask you. And he's like, yeah, I've got the same question for you. Um, and he's like, Vanessa, will you? And she's like, Wade, will you put it in my... And then he, he finishes it with, uh, Vanessa, will you marry, marry me? me. <laughs> she stops right away and will, she's like, no, no, no. Will you put it in my marry me? <laughs> and... He, <laughs> And he pulls out a ring pop. <laughs> He's like, well, they said it should be like one month salary. And um, right away, Vanessa looks at it. He's like, where were you hiding that? Cuts to like a medium shot. And it's just Wade naked from the waist down with just the ugly sweater on. There's nowhere else to hide it but like in his taint area. Um, he's like, nowhere. Um, or up, she- his b- up his butt. Right. Um she accepts that he's all happy. He's like, I feel as giddy as a schoolgirl. Um, she says, I love you. He says, I love you as well. They end up cuddling to each other. And she ends up, um, I could just hold, hold you like this forever. And she's like, you ride my back like Yoda. From, uh, like Yoda r- riding Luke. Luke in a backpack. Ride a bitch's back. I'm trying to remember the actual line. It's like, you can ride a bitch's back like Yoda in a backpack on Luke. And immediately he's or something along those lines. I'm probably butchering it, but something along those I, lines. Yeah, I don't remember the exact line. And he's completely like, "Oh, and you know Star Wars?" It's like Empire. And he's like, "I love you even more." He gets up to go take a piss. He finishes it, uh, uh, takes off the sweater, and immediately he starts feeling woozy and falls to the ground. Vanessa runs up to him. We then cut he walks to, back out of the bathroom. Yeah, yeah. Like, like he's like, her. like takes off his sweater, claps his hand. He's like, "This is." where the fun part begins or some like just ramping up to go. And then he just collapses to the ground. Um, we cut to inside a doctor's office and the woman is the woman doctor is telling them like, he's got inoperable cancer stage four. It's all over his body. There's nothing we can do. Yeah. He's definitely going to die. And we have a voiceover Wade. Like I don't, and he, he long short of it. He says, I don't remember anything. The doctor says, but I remember every, inch of her face every crease every line everything that's going through her face at this moment and i can't think of anything else and uh we see vanessa trying to figure out some like some way to help him yeah she's mentioning like different uh relatives that have done experimental treatment shit like that and he wade is basically resigned himself like i'm gonna die this is it 
and Vanessa's trying to fight it. We cut to them in their apartment. I think it is the apartment apartment because it's uh, we get a very tight shot of a, a, a figure on top of a Wham album. Only the figure is of the Deadpool from X Men Origins. It's with the blades coming yeah. out of his forearms and everything. Look, the the ridiculousness of that character in a figure form, which I guess they probably would have made figures of that character, being that it's an X Men movie. Yeah, they probably did. Um, and we have oh, just Wade saying this is my favorite thing in the world, and it's just them poking fun at what used to be with the Deadpool character. He moves that off to the side. He pulls up a Wham album, um, and he's just telling her like, "This is amazing." What was it like? Careless whisper is to die for, or something like that. Mm-hmm. And he's not doing anything to try to combat his cancer to, to, to try to prolong his life. And Vanessa's having none of it. And he's like, "Look." I don't know what you want from me. They said I'm not. I don't have very much long to live. So why would I just spend the last uh, last of my days just hooked up to all different kinds of things and right. me being and emaciated, sick, and, and that would stuff. be your last memory of me. I think that's what he says. Or something yeah, he's basically saying that he doesn't want her to suffer through his treatment. Right, and she pleads with him like, "This is what I signed up for. We have to do something." And he eventually does agree to it. Uh, we then cut to Wade walking into the Sister Margaret's again, only this time it's uh, some time has passed. He looks a bit frail and a bit like like beaten up and worn out. And clearly he took Vanessa's advice and he's been doing stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Because right away he asked for a drink and Weasel's like, how about some wheatgrass? Some nice nurturing high, and he mentions like the vitamins or something like that. I feel like I have to burp. Like there's like pressure right there. Mm. I feel like I have to burp. Um... But Weasel says, why don't I make you that? And he's like, Vanessa got to you too. Weasel's like, yeah. And uh, Deadpool pulls out a bunch of pamphlets. And he mentions uh, all the different places that Vanessa wants to take him to try to do all these experimental procedures on. And he's having none of it. And he just looks like he's worn the fuck out. Like whatever's been going on is kicking his ass. Uh, Weasel mentions like, some guy's been looking for you. He left this card. It's just a black card with like a phone number on it. Um, Wade looks at it and Weasel tells him he's back there over by the back of the bar, like the corner of like booth. Wade looks at the car, then walks up to the guy. Uh, immediate, I think he immediately calls him Agent Smith, makes some crack about how creepy he looks. And the guy pretty much just tells him, is like, look, you're a hero. You deserve to live as long as heroes do or some shit like that. I'm part of an organization that looks for, um, decorated heroes exemplary people yeah and he mentions like you've got 41 confirmed kills blah 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 and we want to recruit you and wade's not having any of it and he's like no fuck you this is i'm not a superhero i don't you're just an ass who looks like a child molester and he's like um thanks but no thanks uh just as a reminder we're about 200 yards away from a school so you may want to sneak out the back um wade walks away and I think we cut back to I think we cut back to the present day. The 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 freeway. Yeah, I think you're right. Um cuz then yeah, cuz everything speeds up and we see the car continue to just careen and like spin in the air and crash on the ground. We see the guy that he had by the underwear um get tossed further into the air. 
We see like basically get launched as it rolls. Yeah, we see uh, the chain from his motorcycle come off and just is like a guillotine to his head, cuts off his head. His body slams into the above like like sign on the freeway. Uh, everyone except for Wade in the car is killed because half of them were hanging out, half of them were killed earlier in the sequence. Um, the car comes to a crashing halt. Um, on the driver's side. On door. the driver's side. Is it on the driver's side? I thought it was on the passenger side. No, I'm pretty sure it's on the driver's side. Hold Either on. way, doesn't matter. Hold on. Yeah, it's on the driver's side. Okay. Um, right when because the the bottom of the car is facing. Yeah. I'll, the the rest of the yeah towards the, where the bad guys are. So that means it would be on the passenger side. Regardless. Yeah, it would have to be. On. I, Whatever. I don't remember. Either way, the car is crashed at this point. Right. It's on one of its sides. Right. Uh, and right when it uh, completely comes to a rest, we see uh, the other SUVs come up behind it. We see a bunch of guys pull out. And then we cut to inside of a... We, we cut to a, like a wide external shot of the X-Mansion. We know it's the X-Mansion because it's a similar shot we've gotten in other X-Men movies. Um, and, and we cut to inside and it's Colossus just enjoying uh, uh, his breakfast, watching the news, uh, I guess, play out. And the news report comes by or comes on about um, there was a three car pile up crash or something like that. And shortly after that, shots were fired in right away. And the anchor mentions with someone in a red suit and Colossus drops his spoon, slams his hand on the table and it's like Deadpool. Gets up, yells for Negasonic. Um, we've got work to do, and then they are like down in like the lab area of like the X Men like training facility, and he's telling her, like, we just need to get a hold of Deadpool and try to convince him to come and join our X Men, and it would be much more stable environment for him. And Negasonic is like, yeah, what isn't stable about a, a mansion that blows up every other year or some shit like that? It's like a uh, mansion's blowing up builds character. Um, they walk into the Blackbird and we then cut back onto the highway. Right. We see all the guys like, uh, just gearing up, just raising their, uh, yeah, all of them are raising their, like, it uh, holds for a few seconds and then Deadpool pops up like a fucking mole and like whack-a-mole is like, Hey, and immediately (laughs) pops back down because they start unloading right away. Um, and we show, there's a small little scene where in the beginning where with, um, Dopinder where he realizes he forgot his guns. And then he's like, oh, shit. No. Yeah, because he starts counting bullets this time. Well, he, doesn't, he doesn't have all of his guns. He's got his, like, two Yeah, the, one, the ones on his uh, holsters. But uh, he said he had a bunch of guns with him, and clearly no, that's, like, he had a Hello Kitty backpack. Yeah, that's later on. He does it twice in this movie. Does he? I thought he only did, I thought he did it once in each. I'm pretty sure he does it twice. Um, but either way, he mentions that he only has, like, 12 bullets, and... In the cab, still, he only mentions that there's 12 bullets. And before the, the guy stopped firing at him in the SUV, he raises up his hand. He says, wait, do you want to know why I wear red all the time? And he's just like, at this point, just his hand is yeah, yeah, out yeah. of the, the like SUV. In view of these guys. Yeah, yeah. just his hand. And he's like, do you? And he just like points at one random guy. <laughs> yeah. Do you know why I wear red? It's so bad guys can't see me bleed. This guy know, knows what I'm talking about. He wore the brown pants. And then uh, a few seconds pass. Um, Deadpool, I think, mentions this, uh, like he's got like 12 rounds. Let's count them. He pops up, does like a triple spin in the air. 
and immediately takes out two guys. We see him count. He, he isn't talking to the the bad guys at that point. Like it's a it's a tight shot inside, and he's yeah. talking to the audience. Yeah, saying let's count them together. Yes, like a like a Dora the Explorer <laughs> type. Yes. Uh, yeah, he takes out two guys with bullets, and we see as the casings hit the ground, we see like numbers ten or twelve and eleven on the like end of the casing. Um, right when he lands back down on the the where he originally was, we see a motorcycle come up behind him. They fire a few rounds at him, hits his arm. He sees that he has a hole in his arm, puts his finger through the hole. He's like, "Son of a bitch!" Raises it up, looks through the hole as the motorcycle comes careening back towards him. And he's like, and as he sees the motorcycle coming back towards him, he fires a few rounds, misses completely. He's cursing himself out. Uh, he jumps up over the, does like a triple spin over, uh, again, over the SUV and over another nearby car, ducks behind that car, and then pops back up, takes out a few other, or no, gets almost nearly shot at by the guy on the motorcycle. Uh, I think fires like two other rounds, says bad Deadpool. Guy comes up behind him, he yeah. fires another round without even looking, like reaches or just points the gun right behind him, shoots at the guy, says good Deadpool. And uh, we have another sequence where Deadpool hides behind the nearby car. And as he does, we then cut to where the bad guys are. And one of the bad guys like unpins a grenade and is about to throw it at Deadpool, but it's all in slow mo. We see Deadpool jump up. Fire around into the grenade. The grenade explodes, taking out two other guys. Then we see the casing drop to the ground. I think we're at like six, something yeah, I think like that. So. Um, he he starts uh, dancing and starts speaking Spanish, and he's just having a good time. Like he took out those guys with one shot with a grenade, mm. and all of a sudden, like a riddle of bullets come up and like hit him in the backside, literally in the backside, um, right in the ass. Um, he drops to the ground with like one of his arms like under like his dick area. Um, crotch area, if you will. Um, guy starts walking up slowly. He says four, um, and he raises the gun up through his legs, shoots it, hits the guy right in the head. Deadpool stands up. He's like, son of a bitch, right up mainstream. We see the hole like in his outfit where he got shot in the ass or hell fucking, he got shot in the ass hole. I'm trying to think of what the next thing is. I think it's just Francis coming up on the, no, no, he, he realizes he only got He's only got, like, one shot left, and there are three guys left. Mm. So he comes running up, does, like, a spin in the air, and then as he does... Flips, lands behind the car that they're all hiding behind. But I thought he was in midair when he fires the shot. It might be in... I think he's all in midair three, when he fires the shot. Yeah. But then whenever all he three lands guys, is yeah, when they fall. Yeah, all three guys are lined up right in the, within the same shot. We see the bullet go through the first guy, through the second guy. And we see it hit the third guy, but we don't see anything exit through the third guy. Um, Deadpool lands on his feet, and he's like, Francis, where are you? He closes the door, thinks Francis is on the furthest SUV, opens it, no Francis. The third guy in the sequence of bad guys um, wakes I guess he was unconscious, wakes up, has like the bullet in, partially embedded into his skull, uh, takes it out. Pulls up his sleeves, and they're going to get into a fight right away. Uh, I was going to say Wolverine again. Uh, Deadpool pulls out his B. Arthurs, and it, this be a samurai sword for anybody that doesn't know. Um, and as the guy charges at him, he just impales the guy, lifts him up in the air, and we stop for a second. And I believe it's uh, Wade Wilson saying, hey, how did I get here? Or some shit like that. I believe so. And it's uh, we, this is where we get the um, backstory of how Wade becomes Deadpool. Um, and I 
think it opens up with Wade is leaving Vanessa like in the middle of the night. Like he he's looking at her. Uh, he I think he has a card in his hand of the guy that gave him that the mm-hmm. Agent Smith. Um, and we just cut to Agent Smith in like a homeless shelter of some sort, just talking to like I'm assuming a veteran because they only talk to like people that have been in like wartime situations. Right. But he's hooked up to an IV. Hands him the similar card that he handed Wade. Uh, Wade is on the outside of the building as the guy exits. He says, Mr. Wilson, I've been expecting you. And then we just get small scenes of, like, Wade being ushered into, like, this, like, factory area of uh, even, like, a medical experimentation room or something like that. And he's strapped to, like, this gurney. Wade mentions, um, don't make my super suit green or animated, um, which is just which is a, a reference. Which is a dig at the Green Lantern movie. Right. Um, he gets wheeled in, and I think Gina Carano's angel walks up beside him, which, if I haven't said already, fuck Gina Carano. Um, anybody that compares what, re- quote-unquote, what Republicans have to go through with the Holocaust and what Jews had to go through, I will always say, anytime I'm about to say her name, fuck Gina Carano. Because fuck, fuck Gina Carano. <laughs> um, uh, she walks up beside him. Um, I think the guy that was with him tells him, stay here until Ajax arrives or something like that. And he yells back at the guy, you're going to leave me here with angry Rosie, more angry Rosie O'Donnell. Uh, she punches him and he's just constantly like, it's clearly a nervous tick that he has because he's constantly just talking, talking making talking. jokes and talking and, um, Ajax walks up and he's like, is that your, Wade says, is that your real name? I bet it's not your real name. Um, what is your real name? And just did, constantly just wondering what to, his real did name is. Did you get is. to pick it? Why did you pick a name after a... No, the detergent line is until later. Oh, okay. Whenever he learns what Francis or what Ajax's real name uh, is. Right. He's like, your name is Francis. You named yourself after a fucking liquid detergent or uh, liquid soap or detergent or some whatever the fuck. Um, but yeah, and Ajax is uh, telling to Wade, like, all right, so we make superheroes here, um, but the only way we can make them is that we inject you with the spe- special concoction, um, and then we um, introduce you to high-stress situations. Long and short of it, we torture your ass until the mutant gene is activated. Activates. Um, we see he, Deadpool is just constantly riddling off just jokes, one-liners after another, and Ajax is like, enough of this. He puts a gag on his mouth, and after Ajax is done explaining to what they're going to do to him, about how they're going to torture him, we should also mention that we also see, like, other people being tortured. And we see someone else with, like, spikes in their back. I believe, and I don't know why I didn't look it up uh, earlier, but I remember somebody mentioning that, that is the person with the spikes in the back is someone particular. But I'm not sure who. I remember somebody mentioning it when the movie came out saying that could be such and such, but I cannot remember who they said it could be. Um, we have, uh, yeah, he, Deadpool is gagged at this point. Ajax finishes up his story. And then, uh, as he's about to walk away, we hear Deadpool just in a muffled voice say something. Ajax doesn't know what he says. He tells Gina to take off, or tells Angel to take off the, uh, gag. Uh, Deadpool says, thank you. And he looks over at Ajax. He's like, I, I've been meaning to tell you this, but you've got something in your teeth. You've had it this entire time. I, it was just really gross. You should probably do something about it. Uh, Ajax walks away, looks in a like a nearby mirror, 
Wade giggles. He's like, oh, made you look. And then Ajax walks away even more. Did you find out? No, they only list. Maybe I'm delusional and that wasn't Colossus a thing that happened. Negasonic. Then I'm just an idiot. Um, <laughs> yeah, Ajax walks away. As he does, he. Yeah, just checks his teeth. Um, and yeah, Wade says, made you look. Um, and then we get small scenes of Wade being tortured. He gets like dunked into like what I'm assuming is like thick molasses like material. Which yeah, I guess the the torture would be you just can't catch your breath as quickly because you have like that 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 mask of like molasses over your face. Because whenever they pop them up, it's just like a bubble of molasses, like right, hermetically sealed over. You his can't face. actually breathe because normally, like if you get your head dunked in water or whatever, whenever you, pop you come right back, back up, up, it's already cleared out, so you can grab a breath and yeah. stuff. Um, we see him being like chained up and like punched in the midsection, just repeatedly punched and punched and punched. We see him being electrocuted. I want to say that's it, along with like different like medical implements being like punctured into his skin as well. Yeah. Um, long and short of it, we cut to him talking to another um, potential mutant uh, about what they miss in the world. Um, the spaghetti fucking their girlfriends their wives the guy that wade is talking to he misses his children um and then ajax comes in and the guy's like we were just having a little fun we were just we didn't mean anything by it and ajax like no no no. i I prefer whenever people uh remember what they're going to lose or some shit like that and then uh from the other side of the wall he's like don't take any shit from him not from a man named francis and we just have a tight shot on francis's face and we see him look up. He's like, how the fuck did he know that? He walks around. He makes a joke about him. He's named after uh, Soap, um, which I don't know if you've seen the meme. Have you seen the meme with the Ajax soap bottle? Uh-uh. So it's just real simple. Someone put duct tape over the name uh, Ajax. Ajax and put, and put Francis. Francis. That's it. It's fantastic. Um, yes. Uh, we then have uh, Francis come into Deadpool's room. He's like... In Deadpool's, like, I ripped it off the um, a dry cleaning tag of one of your lab coats. And he shows him that he still has it in his hand. Oh, we should also mention that um, Angel has this, like, oral fixation of a match constantly in her mouth. Yep. Mention that because it comes into play here in a bit. Ajax doesn't say much. He's like, you know what? I'm going to try something that I was waiting for the very end. But you know what? You've pissed me off enough that I'm just going to throw you in here. Um, and it's just him in, like, a glass tube. And Ajax explains to him what's going to happen. Um, just when you think you're going to have enough breath to breathe, we're going to take out all the oxygen. And then right when you're on the precipice of passing out, we're going to pump, pump a bunch of oxygen in. And just when we think you're comfortable, bam, we're taking all the oxygen out. So he's just going to be sitting through that repeatedly. He's like losing oxygen, gaining it for like a second, losing it constantly. Like he's on the precipice of being and, choked out. And he also says that um, if his mutant power activates or whatever, like he doesn't get to go back home. Yeah, yeah. Yes. we don't make superheroes. So that's what he says. We make super slaves. Yeah, super we slaves. We make super slaves. This is where this is what happened earlier in the movie where we see Ajax uh, giving that guy a bunch of cargo, and this is what it is. Um, they give whoever has the right amount of money, they give them, like, mutants. Somebody that has a superpower. Yeah, somebody that they've enslaved. Once you have your superpower, we inject you with some sort of, like, controlling agent or some shit like that, he says. They're about to close it. I believe, I believe, if I remember correctly, like Ajax is eating like broccoli. 
while he's having this whole conversation about what this like mm-hmm. I think so this oxygen de- deprivation tank is going to do. Um, they're about to close it. Um, right before they do, right before they do, Wade says, "Wait." They open it back up. He's like, "I'm super serious this time. You really do have something in your teeth." Um, and then Wade, Ajax just tells him to close it, and then they all walk away as they activate something on like the nearby panel. And then we just see uh, Wade reacting to all the oxygen being taken out of the tube. And it just happens for a few minutes. It's just oxygen, no oxygen, oxygen, no oxygen. Just on the precipice, like I said earlier, on the verge of being choked out. Um, and right like in the middle of all that, we then see his body just start writhing in pain. And then all these like pockmark and scars and like blemishes start appearing all over like it starts at his feet goes up his legs goes up his mm-hmm. arms and then we see it come up his neck and all over his face and he's screaming out in pain at this point uh ajax comes in opens up the tube and for some reason right away he knows which i guess for story reasons for story purposes i guess yeah because right away he's like look i just gave you the ability to heal yourself i was like but how would you know that all he did was turn into this scarry mess of like Freddy Krueger face fucking topographical map of Utah, <laughs> which is probably my best it? insult in this movie. Yeah, um, I really love that insult. Um, but he looks horrible, and I was just like, "How would he know that he has the healing ability? Like, there's no way unless you tested him, which they don't. He just automatically walks up and tells Deadpool." Um, I just gave you the ability to heal because Wade asked, "Like, what did you do to me?" Ajax tells him, "I just gave you the ability to heal yourself." Unfortunately, it does nothing for your looks. Um, um, and then he's like, uh, "Also, because you're such a prick, I'm gonna keep you here even longer. I don't care if your mutant ability is now activated. I just want you to suffer at this point." Uh, he goes to close it again. Wade says, "Or no." Angel goes to close it. He tells her to come here real quick, and she gets real close. He headbutts her. Uh, knocking the match out of her mouth, dropping it in his hand. She punches him, closes the oxygen tank, and just starts the whole process all over again. We see the machine start activating, all the oxygen coming out of it. And then we see Wade with the match in his hand. He flicks it a few times, lights it, tosses it down to where the big like oxygen intake into the uh, tank is, and then just waits. After a few seconds... Boom, we see this huge eruption happen where Wade is. And, like, everything in within, the, like, the fucking entire vicinity of this, like, lab area that they're at just erupts up in flames. Mm-hmm. Um, Wade is now out of the uh, oxygen tank. We see several people on fire. We see Ajax come down, um, wondering what the fuck just happened. He sees everything on fire. Wade stumbles out, um, and he's complete. Well, he has like his, uh, he has a, uh, was a hospital gown that's like basically burnt in half. He rips it off, and we just see, um, I'd say like 90% Ryan Reynolds naked. We don't see his dick, but we get real fucking close to almost seeing his dick several times throughout the entire sequence. Mm-hmm. We get really fucking close, and thank God that they darkened the area. We get really fucking close to seeing his asshole. Because um, at one point he rolls over Ajax, and whenever he does, his crotch is in our point of view. And if there was, if they didn't darken that scene just right, or just come in and like touch the frames up and just go frame by frame by darkening that whole area, one, one we would have seen his asshole. One of the people in the uh, 
in the editing room. Oh yeah, I had the, to the, sit the, there and look at Ryan Reynolds' asshole for a while because it is it, without it being darkened, it is clear as day. Because his ass is spread open, you would have seen right down the poop shoot. It would have been jarring as fuck. Uh, but yeah, Ajax and Deadpool are having a uh, fight back and forth. Ajax em- eventually gets the upper hand on Deadpool and takes like a nearby rebar. And Ajax also mentions, like, whenever he's talking to Wade earlier on, he mentions that he has superpowers. But he mentions that he's got heightened abilities and he doesn't feel any pain because of the mutant gene severed all his nerves. Mm. But what he does now is after he stabs Wade through the chest and Wade's just dangling there, um, he then takes one end of the rebar and, like, bends it. And it's a thick piece of rebar, but bends it with relative ease. But I don't remember super strength being the thing that he mentioned. He said enhanced his abilities. I, I guess that's an open-ended right. thing. He didn't, to he what didn't, extent? Yeah, he didn't cl- clarify exactly what extent his I guess. abilities have been heightened. Right. Um, or which of his... Because, I mean, it's not really a sense, but sense of strength. Sure. Whatever. Um, for story reasons, story reasons, he's super strong. He can bend this thick piece of rebar. Um, he tells Wade Wilson to survive this and then just walks away. Wade is, uh, basically impaled to the uh, floor or like, m- like dangling in the air, like impaled against it. Like I'm trying to find a big or close enough comparison that people will know, like any sort of like a medieval battlefield and you see like just some random person like sprawled out impaled on like some sort of spear, not completely touching the ground but not, like, standing up. Kind of like this, like, 30-degree angle, almost. Um, Wade looks around as everything's on fire, and he sees the guy that he was talking to earlier, and he is near death as Wade is slowly slipping into unconsciousness. Um, they both share a look, and then, bam, we cut to, like, a very tight shot on just ash. Just embers and ash. That's all we see. We see it starting to move. And I know it's on the point, but I really enjoyed this version of it but it's literally a phoenix rising from the ashes that they're right. they're, they're, they're doing right here because it's deadpool coming up out of the ashes he's covered in head to toe in ashes still scarred beyond belief um we then cut to i think it's back to the freeway yeah um and it's with the guy uh that he just impaled with the swords he doesn't back out the same way he entered into the guy no he goes uh, left to right, just spreads the guy out and just rips him basically into like four separate pieces. Oh, at that same moment, a motorcycle comes by, starts firing a few shots. Uh, Deadpool throws one of his blades into the guy's like spokes of his uh, motorcycle, takes out the motorcycle. Francis goes careening into the um, like nearby uh, freeway wall. Uh, yeah, so Francis goes careening into like nearby like wall of the freeway and he still has his helmet on. And uh, he calls, I think he calls Francis, oh, look at you, you cock knocker, or something like that. Just just throwing slurs or insults at the guy left and right. As he runs up to the guy, he then knees him in the face, which then pops the motorcycle helmet off Francis's head. It goes flying off somewhere. He sees Francis, takes his other blade, and just impales his blade into Francis's shoulder. He says, you stay right there. I've got some plans for you. Or no, he doesn't say I've got some plans for you. Not till a few seconds later. Um, so basically he kneels in front of Francis and he's like, I want you to reverse what you did to me. And Francis is like, 
who are you? What are you talking about? And he lifts up the mask. And he, right away, he's like, oh, Wade. Wade. <laughs> um, There's no reversing it. I guess putting on a mask would be much more preferable than seeing your face all the time. Does he say there's no way of reversing it right now? I think he just tells Wade, because he doesn't mention it till the end. Oh, yeah, that's right. He basically just tells him no. He's yeah, like, no, I'm not Why would I help that. you? There's no way I'm going to help you reverse this at all or some shit like that. And then as Wade is about to, or as Deadpool at this point, is about to punch him, he rears back. Don't, we see someone has walked up behind him and immediately Deadpool has ran his fist into the guy's crotch region. He starts feeling around and he's like, dad? And right away, Colossus <laughs> <Gets> thrown. <laughs> yeah, throws him and he's like, uh, we hear voiceover as he, everything slows down again. He's like, when did everything go sideways? We then cut to... Because he's also sideways. sideways. Um, we then cut to... I think it's... I think it's Deadpool or Wade at this point, like creepily stalking Vanessa. And yeah. she's just going through her day to day. And he looks like he's building up the gumption to go up. The and courage to go and talk to her. Go and talk to her, but it's just not working. We see several people looking at him just like, what the fuck is wrong with him? Why does he look like that? All that shit. And he's, he's fucking petrified at this point, And he runs off. We then cut to um, inside the Sister Margaret's and he's talking to Weasel at this point. And Weasel's like, man, you are rough to look at. Oh, hold on. I went and looked oh, up did the you? actual okay. scene. Because I love the exchanges. Yes. TJ Miller's pretty brilliant. Yeah, so it's Deadpool and... Or it's Ryan Reynolds and TJ Miller sitting across from each other. And um, they're talking about Vanessa. Mm. And at this point, Ryan Reynolds has his hood up over his head, like hiding it. That's right. From him and he Weasel. He doesn't see his face fully. And Weasel is just like, dude, go talk to her. She loves you. She'll want to know that you're alive, that you're okay. And he's like, no way. I'm not making her life as ugly as mine. And then Weasel says, come on, Wade. It can't be that bad. And Wade goes, ah, oh, bullshit. I'm a monster inside and out. I belong in a fucking circus. And then Weasel starts going, Wade, Vanessa loves you. She doesn't care what you... Oh, oh! As he, <laughs> he takes down, hood his, down his hood. Deadpool, do you like what you see? Weasel just goes, no. <laughs> you look like an avocado had sex with an older, more disgusting avocado. <laughs> He's like, yeah. <laughs> Weasel says, not gently. Like, it was hate fucking. <laughs> there was something wrong with the relationship. And that was the only catharsis that they could find without violence. Deadpool says, and the only guy who can fix this fugly mug is the British shit stick who ran the mutant factory. And he's gone. Poof. Weasel says, yeah, you got to do something to remedy this because as of now, you only have one course of action. Wade says, damn straight, find Francis. And Weasel says, star in horror films. <laughs> Deadpool says, what? And Weasel says, star in your own horror films because you look like Fetty Frugger fuck Freddy, Freddy Krueger face-fucked a topographical map of Utah. My favorite one. <laughs> I really enjoy the avocado one. <laughs> Just because, like, he goes back for a second dig with the yes. same one. Like, no, like, not gently. That was hate-fucking. <laughs> like, that's the only thing that he could work out in a relationship. 
Deadpool says, here's what I'm actually going to do. I'm going to work through his crew until somebody gives up Francis, force him to fix this, then put a bullet in his skull and fuck the brain hole. <laughs> Weasel says, I don't want to see that or think of it again. But the douchebag does think you're dead, right? Deadpool says, yeah. Weasel says, that's good. You should keep it that way. Deadpool says, what? Like wear a mask? Weasel says, yes, a very thick mask <laughs> all the time. I'm sorry. You are haunting. <laughs> Your face is the stuff of nightmares. Deadpool says, like a testicle with teeth. Weasel says, you will die alone. I mean, if you could die, ideally, for others' sake. <laughs> Deadpool says, that'll do. Weasel says, all you need now is a suit and a nickname, like Wade the Wisecracker or Scare Devil. Mr. Never Die. <laughs> oh, shit. Deadpool says, what? Weasel says, I, I put all my money on you, and now I just realized I'm never going to win the uh, Deadpool. Captain Deadpool. No. Yeah, this is where Wade just, realizes that Deadpool would be a good name. Just Deadpool, yeah. Just Deadpool. To you, Mr. Pool, Deadpool, that sounds like a fucking franchise. And then they <laughs> clink... Yeah. Shot glasses. <laughs> and then we and get a, a montage scene of him just running through Francis's guys, trying to get information. We see him working out different uh like versions of the outfit. We see him in an all-white outfit. It's not working because you can see him bleed and everything, everything's showing up. And we also get this song. We get this song. <laughs> this came out like a year or two before the movie came out. And it's just a series of that, and you go listen on YouTube, and it's a, it's a great song. It came out a year or two before the movie came out. They tailored it, and it had different lines in it, um, but they tailored it for to the movie, yeah, because it mentions different things throughout the movie. As Deadpool's trying to figure out the perfect outfit, we see him, like I said, in the white outfit. We see him in a version of a Deadpool outfit, but just like the eye holes are cut out where you can see his actual eyes. Um, he looks at the, he takes off the mask, and he's like. Looks down at the barrel of the camera. And he's like, "Am I not scary enough?" And we see he has like, uh, like the red string with all the images and a map and everything. Like, all like a big conspiracy. The, the crazy person conspiracy on the screen wall, or uh, or yeah, the crazy person conspiracy motel room wall yeah. diagram that fucking <laughs> is in every movie. <laughs> I know it. It was originally in like a. I think it was just called Conspiracy with Mel Gibson and Julia Roberts. But the only one I can reference that fucking sticks out in my mind is Charlie Day from Always Sunny. Sunny. That's the only one I can ever fucking remember. Pretty sure that's because it's been memed so many times. Probably. That, <laughs> yeah. Like, all you see is Charlie's face going, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Uh, we also see small scenes of him, like, taking out a few other guys. He then, uh, is, like, beating the shit out of some guy, um, on an ice rink, and he's, t he's yelling at him, tell me where Francis is, or I'm gonna kill you, and we cut to an even wider shot of him on a Zamboni, and the guy crawling across the ice, and we hear Deadpool yell out, in about five minutes, because he's really far away, and he's only moving at, like, one mile yeah, per you hour. Yeah, see, you see the guy, like, crawling on the ice. Yeah. He's like, tell me where Francis is or you're going to die. And then it pulls out so you can actually see Deadpool. And he's on the Zamboni. And he's like, in about five minutes. <laughs> yeah. um, and we see him. Um, 
I'm I don't know where, but it's in some sort of like corridor basement area, and he's speaking Spanish, and he's it's all like, "Where's Francis? Donde está Francis?" <laughs> yes, and he's just asking him where the fuck Francis is, and as he t- just lays waste to fucking everybody, it's it's a really fucking cool sequence of events, just him figuring out the suit. Uh, we in that sequence we actually see him finish up on the actual suit with the pouches and the shoulders and just the actual image that we have of Deadpool, which is very reminiscent of the comic book version of Deadpool. Yep. Just in the comic book, it just seems more spandexy, and this one it's more tactical. Um, in its look, yeah. which is perfectly fine. Um, I fucking love it. And obviously, throughout the years, Dead or uh, Ryan Reynolds has kept the outfit and has used it for different things, uh, including the Korg and Deadpool thing that we mentioned earlier. Um, but he's also used it for like charity events. I believe mm-hmm. he, I make a wish thing while they were shooting this movie, uh, or while they were finishing up uh, a pr- post production on this movie. It was like uh, one kid make a wish was he wanted to see Deadpool because it didn't seem like he had long to live, and he allowed the kid. To, he brought the film to the kid as it as Deadpool uh, as Deadpool when it was finished, uh, and he was the first kid or anybody outside of the production team to actually watch it. Mm-hmm. It's just uh, he he's done amazing things with a character. That probably a lot of kids shouldn't fucking know read about. about. Yeah, um, he's ultra violent, very fucking vulgar. I'm all for those things. My children cuss. My children watch violent things, not ridiculously violent things. Right. I remember whenever this movie came I out, mean, and my son was Gage, six. Gage still has a little bit before he's watching Devil's Rejects. But. Right, right. He's not watching stuff like that. But I have had him watch Friday, Friday the Thirteenth. And my daughter, she sat through like three of the Nightmare on Elm Street movies with me and didn't fucking flinch. That's how amazing she fucking was. She watched, didn't have any nightmares. Was fucking enamored with them. Just watched them from beginning to end. Um. Uh, but my son, we when we were talking about letting him see this movie, because obviously he already knew about Deadpool. He was six at the time. Um, so he was very much like, can I see Deadpool? Can I see Deadpool? And Sarah and I were like, mm, yes and no. Because we had talked about it. We are like, we're, we'll let him watch it. It's just the the pegging scene will skip by yeah. just because we don't want to have to... We've explained sex. We're very sex positive in this house. But the idea of... Us trying to explain to that, my son that just seemed like an awkward for a six year old to have seemed like an awkward conversation. So yeah. we were just like, "We'll skip over that scene and just go on to the next." Um, but yeah, she's riding him like a horsey. That's <laughs> right. what she's doing. <laughs> um, anyway. And his lower back hurts. That's why he goes. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! What is the next scene? Where are we at? I got derailed by telling that story. We, we just finished the oh, montage yeah, of him yeah, selecting of, the suit. Of him uh, going through all these different guys trying to figure out where Francis is. Um, it ends up with, the, the montage ends with him um, catching up with uh, uh, Jared Reese's character, uh, Agent Smith. Um, and right away, Deadpool just slams him into the nearby car. Um, I don't think he impales anything to him because the Agent Smith is like, whoa, whoa, don't do anything. I'll tell you where Francis is. And... Uh, Deadpool's like, damn straight you out, but first I need to do something. And he takes his hand and moves the camera. He just tells the people, the, he looks down the barrel of the camera. He says, you don't want to see this, and turns the camera away. All we see is the pedestrians watching the sequence of events that happened, their reaction. Um, we hear something happen to the guy. We see the pedestrians react to it, and they're horrified by it. Um, we then cut to Wade slamming a knife into a board. No, no, no. It's then him outside his his apartment 
hailing a cab and then we get a voiceover of and now you're all caught up and we just see it like speed through all the sequence of events right. that we got up to him being thrown by colossus he is now time is now picked up he's thrown right into the nearby car he walks up out of the car and he basically tells colossus to get the fuck out of here he's not joining his super secret boy band none of that shit just fuck off um he's like i'm dealing with this uh walking bag of dick tips Get the fuck out of my way. And Colossus is trying to tell him, like, this isn't the way we need to handle things. This blood and violence and killing people is not the way to do it. doesn't solve anything. And then right at the last second, well, well Deadpool's like, I didn't do anything. And then uh, the body that hit the, the uh, freeway sign drops Falls to the down. ground. And he's like, that guy was there before I got here. <laughs> um, and um, as Colossus or as Deadpool is like telling him to go away, he sees Negasonic walk up beside Colossus, and immediately Deadpool is like, "Who the hell are you?" And she introduces herself. My name is Negasonic Teenage Warhead, and he's like, "What the shit? That is amazing." Um, um, in the, the the version of Negasonic teen, Teenager teen, Neg- Teenage Warhead, Negasonic Teenage Warhead that we get in this movie is very similar to what we get in the comics. I don't mm-hmm. believe she has a shaved head in the comics, but she's also like a D-list character. So I really enjoyed yeah. having her in this movie. Um, but it's a very similar power set that she has in the comics where she can charge up and like a nuclear blast like explodes from her body. Uh, as they're having a conversation, we see Colossus and Deadpool just having – like him, Colossus, and Deadpool arguing back and forth. Um, at that same instance, if you look in the background, you'll see Francis grabbing the blade that's impaled in his shoulder. He pulls it out. We cut to them having an argument. We see Negasonic see all this happen with Francis. She tries to get their attention. Francis runs off, jumps on his motor, uh, another another motorcycle, I guess, that was nearby because remember, yeah, he's got he destroyed is. earlier. Um, he peels out. Deadpool yells, what? He sees Francis peel away. And we just see Deadpool with like the shock look like, oh my God, almost similar to uh, Macaulay Culkin from Home Alone with the hands yeah. on his face. Like um, He looks back and forth from where Francis was to Colossus, back and forth, just back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And he eventually stops. He's like, you cock knock or cock munch or some shit like that. And then he immediately punches. Falls off to punch Colossus in the face. And his hand crumbles under the weight of the metal. And it's just a broken hand, broken wrist. He's like... Just doesn't know how to deal with it right away. Ow, ow, and Colossus is like, I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> this is- I didn't mean for him to get away. <laughs> but, and then Deadpool throws another fucking punch with his other hand. Breaks it Breaks as well. it as well. <laughs> and then he turns, turns towards the camera. <laughs> Everybody fears the mighty T-Rex. Everyone fears the mighty T-Rex <laughs> with just- his broken arms because they're both just hanging there. Dangling, yeah. Um, he then jumps up, does like a roundhouse kick, kicks Colossus in the face, breaks, breaks his, his ankle, like, and drops to the ground. And he's like, you ever heard about the one man, one leg man in the ass kicking contest as he's hopping around on one leg? Uh, I think dead or uh, Colossus, Colossus is like enough and like and smacks him away. No, he uh, I thought he like smacked him away. Not far, but like just somewhat away. I don't because remember if whenever he smacked him away. Because Colossus not. walks up to him and he's on the ground. And he's like, I'm taking you to the professor. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah. And he grabs cuffs, put it, puts it on uh, Colossus, puts the other end on Deadpool. 
and, and then just starts walking and dragging him behind yeah, him. Yeah, and Colossus says, I'm taking you to the professor. And <laughs> one of my favorite lines is, Deadpool says, McAvoy or Stewart, these timelines are fucking confusing. <laughs> and then another fucking line I love, and I only remember it because I just watched these movies, well, at least two of them, the first two anyway. Um, he says, dead or alive, you're coming with me. <laughs> it's a RoboCop line. <laughs> it's fucking brilliant. <laughs> um, and then uh, Klaus is like trying to tell him, like, you could be a good person if you just not kill everybody so much. Um, and then we just see like uh, Wade pull out a blade and just start hacking at his wrist. Negasonic sees it. He finishes up. He then launches himself as he uh, cuts the last like tendon in his wrist. And then flips out over to the side of the freeway Lands into in the a, back of a nearby truck. garbage truck. We oh, Colossus lifts up where the other end of the handcuff was, and we just see Wade's hand with like the middle finger up. Yep. Um, as we see the garbage truck drive away. Um, uh, we then uh, cut to Francis arriving at a nearby warehouse, and he's all worse for wear. The bike that he's riding is just beat up. All uh, all get out. Oh, he's in the warehouse. He's like, we've got a problem. He walks up to Gina Carano's character, Angel. Fuck Gina Carano. Um, uh, And then uh, Angel is patching him up. He's like, if we thought Wade was worse before with his mouth, he's unrelenting at this point. He's like, he can never die. Let's put that name to the test. Or let's put that mutant power to the test. Um, And Angel's like, well, how are we going to kill him? He's like, we'll just uh, kill him to the point where he can't. His the parts of him will have to grow new parts of him, and Angel's like, "All right." Uh, we then cut to Wade being delivered to his apartment on the back of the garbage truck, and he's like telling the garbage man, "He's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I bled all over your garbage. Um, some club soda will get that right out." Um, we then cut, to, or no, uh, it's just a shot stuck on Deadpool, and he's just um, looking at the camera, trying to wrap up his severed wrist at this point. Which is starting to grow back a little. Um, and he's just telling the camera or the audience about what's going on, about how uh, what happened to him after he decided not to go back to Vanessa, how he met this blind old woman. And I think there's something else, but I, I'm blanking on what it is. Just that he met this blind old woman named Al. And then cut to inside the apartment, and Al is putting, away, putting together some sort of like bookshelf. Yeah. A blind woman. Putting together a bookshelf. Um, Deadpool knocks on the door, keeps banging on the door. Um, Al says, Hold on, I'm coming. Um, she like drops something, bends over in front of the door. Wade bursts into the door and he's like, Nice, as he walks into the door, takes off his boots, take off, has the mask off at this point, um, and then puts on Crocs. Oh, we should also mention in the uh, like fast forwarding sequence that happened earlier, he fast forwarded. All the way to the point where he's jerking off like a, a unicorn pressed against his forehead as he's concentrating as he's jerking off. Oh, yeah. Um, I only mention that because as he's going through this apartment, he's grabbing like lotion and tissues in that unicorn <laughs> as he's just gearing up to like go into his thing. Um, and he's telling Al, he's like, I lost Francis. I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. They're also having like this small little conversation about the IKEA bookshelf. Bookshelf. And about how. Because Ikea names their uh, products weirdly. And they have weird Swedish names with all of them. Um, I don't remember what they call the bookshelf in this. And that he I says the one, the uh, Al mentions we should have gone with like the uh, Swedish dish 
one, whatever the fuck. And he's like, that one's uh, Pigswell. No, we shouldn't have gone. Um, just this dopey-ass conversation about Ikea furniture and name the Swedish names that they are named after. What is the next scene? I think Them it's, sitting uh, on the couch? Uh, well, that comes a little... I think it, the next scene is Weasel at his bar, and he's just going through a normal night, and like Francis and Angel come into That's the right. bar. And they're like, we're looking for someone, a friend of mine, Wade Wilson. Have you seen him? And we as a, right away, is like, I don't know what you're talking about. And he tries to block, put his body in front of a nearby image of him and Vanessa that Weasel asked Wade for him to keep a hold of. So that way we'd always know what he looks like uh, in better times or some shit like that. Um, and uh, Francis sees this, looks at Angel, tells or like nods over to where Weasel is. She pushes, pushes him out of the way, grabs a photo. Hands it to Francis. Francis is like, oh, this is him. Now tell me where he is. Or he says, tell me where she is. Where I can find her. And I think Weasel's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Where you find her. And then uh, Francis, immediately Francis and a few of his thugs that also came in with him and Angel raise up their weapons. And then everyone else in the bar, remember, they are mercenaries and hired guns and all that, raise up their weapons as well and point at Francis and his people. And immediately Francis is like, uh, I don't want to cause any problems here. We're just going to leave. Um, but tell Wade I said hi. We then cut to, yeah, them on the couch. And he's got like a little like infant hand. Whereas yeah, regular, whereas, where his hand should be. And he's like caressing Al's face. Yeah. Um, it gets even weirder in the next movie. Uh, we'll talk about that when we get to it. Um, uh, as he's caressing her face, they're having this like the back and forth conversation. About what they what Wade should do about if he he should go and uh, profess his love for Vanessa, show her what has happened to him, just try to get back into her life, and he's just caressing her face. And Al, in the middle of the conversation, is like, "Hey, is your hand really small, or am I just like tripping balls, or something like that?" And he's like, "Oh, it's about the size of a baby hand." Um, and they finish the conversation. And then Wade's like, "You know what?" I think I need to jerk it one more time before I go do stuff. Um, and I bet you it feels huge or it looks enormous in this it one hand. <laughs> and Al just like, ew, gets up and he's like, go, 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 go. I think it's, I think it's Wade approaching Weasel or Weasel approaching Wade or something like that. Um, like later in the day and Weasel's coming in and he's like, look, they're going after the girl. We need to go find her real quick. And Wade's like, shit, fine. Um, they end up to the strip club that Vanessa is working at. Um, and we hear someone in the background, like, announcing girls and stuff. We cut to a uh, medium shot, and it's Stan Lee as the uh, strip club's DJ announcing who the girls are. Which is weird and also creepy. Like, an old... Him and, a man in his 90s at this point, because he's in the 90s yeah. by the time he shot this. <laughs> in a strip club where clearly they're not pulling any punches. It's an R-rated movie. The women are half naked in this movie. It just come to, came off creepy to me that we had Stan Lee, the patriarch of Marvel, um, looking at naked women. He's a grown man. He's allowed to look at naked women. It just seemed weird. Yeah, I guess a little bit. I don't, uh, maybe because all the other ones were so somewhat wholesome. I, yeah, I enjoyed it simply because it wasn't the standard wholesome cameo <laughs> right 
we then see Wade and uh, Weasel walk into the club and they're just scanning the entire club looking for Vanessa. Uh, Wade eventually sees Vanessa and slowly starts walking up to her. She's taking drink orders and stuff. Um, and before he even approaches her, he stops completely, hears Vanessa's voice, and then just runs away. He runs into yep. the bathroom. Um, he splashes water on his face. He's like, He says, why are you being such a pussy? Um, he's just trying to work himself up to go talk to Vanessa. Outside into the club, uh, in the club, outside the bathroom, uh, we see someone, uh, like the club owner, approach Vanessa. He's like, someone's outside waiting for you. He just told me... He says something that indicates that it could be Wade outside. I can't remember exactly what. What he says. S- somebody from your past or yeah. something like um, that. We see her with her purse and everything out, uh, exiting the back of the club, out the alley. And she's like, I knew it was you. It could never be anybody else. She also says something that can indicate that it could be Wade as well. And as she approaches the figure in the alley, he comes out of the shadows. And it's Francis. Um, he's like, or Vanessa's like, who the hell are you? He's like, I want you to know whatever happens to you, it is Wade's fault. And then up comes Angel, punches him in the, punches Vanessa in the face, knocking her out. We then cut to in back inside the club. Wade is walking up to Weasel. He's like, where'd she go? And Wade's like, I saw her go out the back. He goes out the back and he sees like, I think Vanessa's like wallet on the ground or some shit like that. Thus indicating that Francis has kidnapped kidnapped Vanessa. Um, we cut to inside uh, Deadpool's apartment, and he's pissed. He's like, what the fuck? How the fuck? He fucking took her. And uh, the phone starts ringing. He's like, answer it. Answer it right now. I'm so fucking answer that fucking thing. Um, and he gets a text, uh, and it says to basically meet him at the old hangar, like old shipyard shipyard or some shit. Like, which I also mentioned, we're getting up on the scene. This is a helicarrier that they're on. Yes. If you remember... Um, Avengers had already come out. We had the crashing helicarrier in the first Avengers movie, and obviously they come into play in the Age of Ultron. So I think this is them pointing fun at, or not even pointing, like nodding at uh, the Avengers movies because there's no other, uh, no other reason for this helicarrier to exist because it looks very similar, right. not exact, but very similar. It has the turbines on the side and everything. Looks very fucking similar. It doesn't have any of the like shield logos, none of that. Deadpool gets a text from Francis to bring himself and no one else. Um, he then uh, like tells him he will. Uh, like TJ tells him that he will or some shit like that. Uh, then Deadpool's like, I need the guns. And Weasel's like, what guns? He's like, all the guns. I need all the guns. And we just see him just like him, Weasel, and Al just gathering, gathering all, the guns all the guns around the apartment and just stuffing in them in like this uh, Hello Kitty backpack and like this big duffel bag as well. And, like, everything. Blind Al comes in with, like, the barrel pointing at the two guys. Um, they're like, whoa, 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 you're blind, and you're pointing that right at us. They take the gun from her, put it into the um, duffel bag, and he just looks at her for a few seconds. I said, all the guns, and he's like, give it to me. She pulls out another gun from her ankle. It's a little small one, puts it in the back of his pants. Um, he grabs all the guns, looks at Al, and he's like, if I never come back, I just want you to know, hidden in this apartment is a kilo of cocaine and the cure for blindness. Okay, bye. And then he flies off. Um, we then cut to the X-Mansion and Deadpool's knocking on the door. Negasonic uh, uh, answers. Um, he's like, look, I need your, yours and Colossus's help at the old shipyard. They've got Vanessa. I need your guys' help. 
I was going to say Brianna, but that, that's the actress's name. Now your son, uh, like yells for Colossus. She's like, uh, sure. We'll help you. And then right before Deadpool takes off, he's like weird with all these rooms. I never see any of the, uh, anyone else. It's almost like the studio couldn't afford you guys. And then he just walks out of frame. Yep. We then cut to all, all, well, all four of them, Dupinder's driving all four of them in a cab, um, Deadpool in the front, uh, Negasonic and Colossus all scrunched up in the back of the cab. And he's just telling Dopinder, like, I'm so glad you were able to pick us up. So whatever happened to, uh, Bindu and Gita and, uh, Dopinder's like, Oh, it went really well. I managed to, uh, sway Gita back, uh, my way. And then they hit a pothole and then in the back of the trunk or in the trunk, they hear someone like screaming and it holds for beat and Deadpool's like, he's in the trunk, isn't he? And Dopinder's like, yeah, he's in the trunk. <laughs> and immediately Negasonic and Colossus are like, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, I'm only fi- following Deadpool's advice. He told me to uh, get a hold of my enemy and kill him. That's what I'm in the process of doing. And Deadpool right away, he's trying to explain to Colossus and Negasonic. He's like, that is not what I said. I did not tell him to go and kill his enemy. I told you to go and woo your the love of your life away from... Bindu. And then as he's having this conversation in between each like like proclamation, he's whispering to Dopinder, Good job. I'm Kill so proud. <laughs> I'm so I'm proud, so proud of, of you. you. Kill him. Um, we then cut to them outside the shipyard. Um, they get out, Dopinder uh, drives away. And then right as they start walking, we hear X gonna give it to you by DMX. He, they start walking slow-mo, they stop. Negasonic's like, wait a minute, what happened to the guns? Um, Deadpool looks behind him, sees that Dopinder's nowhere to be found. He starts calling Dopinder, and right as Dopinder gets the call, he then uh, has like a trail or he drops the phone. A trailer comes out of an alley, and like he goes careening right into it. Um, but also the car right behind him smashes into it, smashes into his trunk, and we just hear screaming from the trunk because we get a wide shot of like the trunk area just smashed all to shit. And we just hear screaming. Clearly, something's happened to Bindu. Um, and that's all here. That's all Deadpool hears on the other end of the line is just Dopinder trying to explain. I've been in an accident. We he hears screaming. Deadpool hangs up the phone. He's like, "Damn it, I've got nothing. Uh, no way to get the guns. Fuck it." And he looks down at the barrel of the camera. He says, "Hit it." We get X going to give it to you uh, by DMX as well as before. Um, they slowly walk up. We see a bunch of like. SWAT team looking guys. They're not really like hip, like they're not really a SWAT team, but they are dressed in similar like SWAT gear, like military, like mercenary type guys walk up. They um, don't do anything. We see Francis with Vanessa and then we see uh, Angel walk to the edge and she just drops to the ground. He's like, look, and he starts uh, smacking them on the shoulder. Superhero landing, superhero landing. She lands on like in a, like a kneeling position He's like, see, I told you, it's harder on the knees, but I told you. And then right then and there, all the guys just open up. Or no, um, she Angel starts walking towards the group, and then he tells Colossus, you're going to handle this one because she has, like, super strength or some shit like that. And right away, they right when he gets into the swinging uh, range of Angel, she immediately punches Colossus in the face, and he goes careening, like, 100 feet into the air, all the way behind them and right away Deadpool's like fuck and turns to Negasonic Teenage Warhead and he's like you're gonna do anything uh, or he says like you're up and she's just like texting 
And he's like, oh, wait, no, don't <laughs> yeah, let me bother she, you. She throws up one finger as she's finishing a text. Yep. He's like, oh, yeah, no, you know, whenever, it's yeah. fine. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, she finishes the text, tosses the phone off to the side, and then she just powers up and charges at Angel. We see the coat uh, basically get eviscerated by the uh, nuclear powers that Negasonic has. Um, and then just rams right into fucking Angel. She goes careening back into like a old, like rusty structure of some sort. Um, and at this point she's in like, in like X-Men garb that I really fucking like. It has like the, like half the top is like all the like bright yellow with like the, uh, X-Men logo on the arm. I really like that look. And then right when that happens, right when, uh, Angel goes careening into like a rusty structure, all these mercenary members... Uh, just open fire right away. And then uh, Negasonic and Deadpool just uh, duck behind a nearby, like, broken down car as the shots get rung out. And then we see, like, Deadpool, like, reaching into, like, the crotch area of his pants. So we see Negasonic <laughs> looking at him, and he's pulling out his, like, tighty-whities. He's like, look away, child. She starts looking even closer. He's like, look away, child! As he pulls out his fucking tighty-whities. He he has his tidy white. He's now tied to a stick, and he's like trying to wave it in the air. He's like, "Wait!" Um, and I can't remember what happens after this. It's like none of the rest of you need to die. Oh yeah, I'm I just, just here Francis. for Francis. Um, and like Francis says a few things. He's like, "What's my name?" And we just cut. And this is a fucking badass line. We just hear Deadpool. Uh, just look at him. He doesn't say it loudly. He just says it to anybody within the vicinity of him. He's like, "Oh, I'm gonna spell it out for you." And then um, I believe he just takes out his swords and then just lays waste to everybody. Well, yeah, all the uh, all the mercenary mercenaries are like, mm, yeah, no, yep. like you don't have any guns. Like we're gonna we're gonna be fine. Yeah, um, it's like you guys, you're not gonna fucking kill us. You don't have the the ability. And he pulls out his swords, and he's just like, his all B. right, Arthur's. Yeah, his B. Arthur's. He's like. I think he says maximum effort again. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, maximum effort. And then he goes and just fucking murders yep. all of the guys. With just the swords. Um, no guns whatsoever, just swords. He's flipping through the air. He's doing like triple spins, backflips, the whole nine yards. He gets on, up onto like a steel container. If I remember correctly, he kicks a guy into the air. And as he kicks him in the air, he then like uh, slices the guy's head off. Um, he's just laying waste to motherfuckers, chopping off limbs, chopping off heads, just slicing them in half um, as they're trying to just hit him with a bunch of bullets in some manner. Uh, we see a wide shot of Francis watching all this happen. Um, we then see Colossus come up and Angel comes up and he's like, I don't mean to hit a woman. And she immediately punches him again. They Or no, she tackles him and they go careening in like a nearby like junk pile, like scrap yeah. metal. Um, they start uh, fighting back and forth. As the fight continues and stuff, um, he throws her into like a metal like engine block or something like that. Um, whenever she gets back up, like her boob is popped out. We don't see her boob pop out. Uh, we don't see her actual boob, um, but we see Colossus reacting to it. Whoa. We see his like oh, arm and he covers his covers like over where her boob would be in his yeah. eyesight and like over his face. He's like, oh, I'm I'm sorry, like. F- fix yourself. Fix yourself. And she's like, oh, that's so sweet. And right when she fixes herself, she then punches him in the dick. Um, he go- He doubles over. Um, they fight for a bit more. Um, I think Negasonic sees this and tries to help him. I think so. Yeah, he sees that he's getting bested by Angel. 
uh, ends up uh, beating the piss out of Angel for Colossus. Um, as Deadpool finishes up all the guys and he's about to kill the last guy, he stops completely and he realizes, oh, wait a minute. Like, this is my friend. Bob? And if you know anything about Deadpool in the comics, he has a friend that he constantly ru- uh, runs into called Hydra Bob. Bob. Um, sometimes he works for AIM, um, so he calls him AIM Bob every so often, but it's mainly Hydra Bob. Yep. Um, and it's just a dopey little character that is just bad at his job that keeps on running into Deadpool. Uh, he just asks uh, how he is. Bob says he's doing great. Then he just knocks out Bob. And he's like, how's the wife and kids? Just talking to Bob's like unconscious body at this point. And then we just see him drag the body. And then we cut to moments later, and we see Deadpool beside, like, bodies laying out in some manner. And uh, he yells out, hey, Francis, how does it look? Or something like that. Francis comes to the edge, looks down, and Deadpool has taken all the body parts and all the dead men and spelled out the word Francis. Francis. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, a, a few other hitmen or like mercenaries come up to the edge and start firing bullets. Deadpool starts running away from all of it. Um, Negasonic goes under like a like like metal platform of some sort. Yells at Deadpool. He's like, "Get on!" He jumps on. She charges up and like launches him into the air. He starts screaming like a little girl as he gets launched into the air. Like high pitch, just ah! Um, he ends up landing onto the main like helicarrier thing. Takes out a few of the mercenaries that are still there. He sees Ajax putting uh, Vanessa into that same, or into a similar um, glass oxygen chamber as well. Yeah, the same, it'll do the same thing to her that it did to him. Right. Not necessarily give her any mutant abilities, but take all of the air away from her and cause her to die. Yep. Um, And immediately Ajax is like, hey, uh, Wilson or Wade, you remember this? He hits a few buttons, it starts taking the oxygen away from her, we see Vanessa slowly um, choking. I, they have a back and forth for a few seconds. Uh, Ajax has like got like two silver axes in his hand, and Wade's got um, both his blades out, both his swords out, and uh, they say something, I can't remember exactly, and Wade's like, I don't give a shit, let's just kill each other, or something like that. I can't remember exactly the exchange, but the end result is them of just Deadpool saying, fuck it, let's just kill each other. Yeah. Um, they start fighting back and forth, and like early on in the fight, we see Deadpool do like a, like a, like a, like a triple spin in the air and throw one of his blades into the uh, oxygen tank that Vanessa's in. We see air start being like pulled into the tank, and we see her starting to relax a bit. Um, and she's trying to figure out a way out of it. Ajax and uh, Deadpool start fighting some more. Um, the fight is pretty fucking badass. It's just a series of like Deadpool dodging axe attacks um, as uh, Ajax is about to cut off his head, his limbs, stuff like that. Um, eventually, the other blade gets caught in between the two axes, and Ajax just shatters the shit out of it. Um, and then Deadpool's just dodging it left and right, ends up getting the axes. Uh, one of the axes embedded to where Ajax can't remove it, and the other one gets thrown at him. Uh, Deadpool catches it, throws it back at Ajax. Um, Ajax do- dodges it. They start um, fighting with fists. And then eventually Ajax takes out a blade and then just stabs Deadpool right into the fucking temple. Right at the same moment, we see Vanessa get out of the oxygen tank as well, pulls the blade out of it, um, starts running up to uh, Ajax and Deadpool. We see Deadpool just trying to take the blade out of his head, but it's not working. Kind of 
Like missing. Yeah, like he has no like depth perception. Depth perception or peripheral like depth perception perception. He yeah, because he know. couldn't see it. He can't see it. He like, can't see it, but he can't really like gauge where some it's sort it, some where sort of motor function impairment. <laughs> right. Um he falls to the ground. Vanessa jumps on Ajax's back. Ajax just grabs her by the back of the head and throws her over his shoulder. Um and it looks like he's about to kill her. And uh I think Something happens to where the thing starts, uh, like, careening over, like, tipping over. I think the fight continues with, with Angel and Negasonic. Yeah, I think so. And I think it continues to the point where Negasonic just blows up completely and just obliterates Angel, just knocking her completely the fuck all out. Of, all of the support structure of the helicarrier yeah just starts coming down right at the same moment but we should also before she explodes completely we see deadpool watching ajax walk up to vanessa and we see just uh somber central music like playing in the background as all these like animated like birds and um unicorns start approaching around like deadpool and start making uh goofy faces at vanessa and he's waving at vanessa he makes the hand heart symbol um, he eventually grabs the knife, pulls it out. We see time speed back up. Um, the music starts, uh, cause we hear the music like starting to warble and like make like a roar, roar, roar like mm-hmm. as he's slowly losing consciousness. Um, he pulls the blade out. Everything starts speeding back up to normal speed. He gets back up. And then right when he stands back up, that's when Negasonic blows up and takes out, um, Angel. The helicarrier structure starts tipping over. We see Vanessa, Deadpool, and Ajax start sliding down the um, the deck the deck area of it. We see Colossus grab near-death Angel and Negasonic as she's unconscious as well, grabs the both of them and starts running in the opposite direction of this helicarrier tipping over. Deadpool f- grabs his blade that Vanessa has, impales it into the deck of the uh, carrier. We see Francis like land nearby on like some sort of like structure. We see uh, the oxygen tank careening towards them. Deadpool yells to Vanessa, I've got an idea, but you're not going to like it. He throws her into that. Everything goes, everything on the deck, including them, hits the ground really hard. I think we see, after all the dust and everything settles, we see Deadpool in, on a nearby like, like structure looking down on Colossus and Negasonic. And I think Angel starts to get back up, and they punch her. She knocks back out, and like, or uh, Deadpool like cheers on Colossus for finally knocking her out. And then, in with the wide shot, we see just Ajax come out of nowhere and tackle Deadpool off the structure onto mm-hmm. the ground. They tussle for a bit. Eventually, ends with Deadpool on top of Ajax. He pulls out the small gun he stole from, or not stole, just from took Al. from Al. Points it to Ajax's head, and he tells Ajax, "You're gonna reverse." Everything you did to me right fucking now. And Ajax just starts laughing. He's like, I'm sorry, but there's nothing I can do for you. Once it's done, it's done. There's nothing that can be done about it. And Francis is, or uh, Deadpool's like, you know what? Why would you tell me the one thing that's keeping you alive and tell me it's not true and that you were just lying the entire time? And then he pre- uh, points the gun further, uh, like harder into his head. And it looks like he's about to pull the trigger. And then Colossus comes out of nowhere. He's like, three or four moments. Or four or five moments. And Deadpool's like, what? There are four or five moments. And also, before Colossus starts speaking, Ajax says, say my name before 
Deadpool's about to kill him. He cocks the gun back. He's like, who fucking cares? And then that's when he presses the gun harder into mm-hmm. Ajax's head. And then Colossus like, four or five moments. And Deadpool's like, what? Colossus like, four or five moments that we really get to test who we are, like the character of our, the strength of our character or some shit like that. He's like, it's four or five moments before we truly get to see who we are. And De- or Colossus is in the middle of this uh, monologue. And while he's in the middle of it, Deadpool just phew, fires into Ajax's skull, kills him completely. And uh, Colossus immediately throws up. He's like, oh, God, why did you do that? He throws up again. And Deadpool's like, you were taking too long. Like, oh, I've got four other moments. I'll figure it out after all this is settled. I think Colossus like tells him, I think there's still hope for you yet, Wade. I don't think Negasonic says anything to, to him just yet. Deadpool stands up uh, and he basically tells him, like, I don't know what you want from me. I'm just a boy standing in front of a girl. And Vanessa walks up behind him and he's like, what the fuck do I say to this girl? And Colossus is like, just speak from your heart. And then he turns around to Vanessa and she immediately punches Deadpool. He's like, you left me. He's like, I know. I'm sorry. I... I just couldn't handle you watching me die. I just, it, I couldn't handle it. So I went to Francis over here to try to reverse it. And I'm scarred under here, so I, I'm not taking off my mask for you. I, you'll never I'm, love me again. I'm alive, but I'm not the same person I was. And Vanessa's like, why don't you take off your mask and let me decide for myself? Um, he's like, are you sure? And she takes off the mask for him, and right when she removes it, uh, stapled to Wade's face is an image of Hugh Jackman. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, uh, she takes that off. She takes off the staples and reveals that it's the the version of Wade that we've gotten the entire time. Just all the pock marks and scarring and like just the blemishes. avocado fucked by an older, <laughs> avocado. uglier avocado. Hate fucked by an older, uglier yes. avocado. And she it takes her a moment. She's like, "This is new. Um, it'll take me a moment and a lot of drinks." But that is a face I would be happy to sit on. Um, he's very happy with that answer. They kiss. Uh, he says, I love you. Um, she says, I love you back. Negasonic starts crying. Yeah, and the Negasonic says, you're pretty cool. And he's like, oh, did I just get a compliment from the moody teen? Uh, um, they walk away. I think they're about to kiss again. And then um, never, or like, never, like the line is, I'm never going to give you up. But it's careless whisper from Wham. Um, playing on a phone that he brings into frame. Um, and he's like, wham. Uh, just very, like, very happy that he's playing wham at this moment. Um, she laughs at that. And then we cut to, uh, we cut to like a wide shot as it pulls out further. And we have a uh, over voiceover of Wade saying, oh, yeah, look at all that destruction and chaos. And yeah, we're going to pull out. That's about the only thing that's going to pull out tonight. And that's the end of the movie. And then we cut to credits. Um, and that's the end of the movie. Uh, the credits start rolling. A few seconds pass. Like you, I don't believe there's a mid credit scene, but there is an after credit scene. Yeah. Um, so all the credits start rolling, and then the after credit scene is we just get a cut of a hallway and doors. It's very similar to what uh, Ferris Bueller's house looked like. Yep. Uh, Deadpool comes out in like a very similar Ferris Bueller robe and just looks at the camera. He's like, "What are you still doing here? Just go." Just go. Just pick up your trash because that's a dick move. Pick up your trash and just go. And he exits frame, comes back, and he's like, oh, one more thing. Um, next movie, definitely going to happen. And in it, we're going to have Cable. Big guy, burly, silver eye, mutant. Um, we don't know who we're going to have him play. I think he mentions like an actor. 
he mentions a few actors. And the last one, he's like, Kara Knightley, she's got range. I'm sure she can do it. And then he, as he's exiting the frame, he's like, go, <laughs> okay, go, go. Okay, that's it, go. And then it cuts to black, and that's it. And that's the movie. And for this movie, it's really fucking good. I haven't watched this movie in quite a while up until when I had to rewatch right. it for this. And I just fell in love with everything all over again. Like, all the jokes, the one-liners. It's like, I've seen this movie before, but it has been a while since I've watched this right, movie. Right, right. Um, so I fucking fell in love with this movie all over again. But the Rotten Tomatoes score on this movie, which is lower than I thought it would be, um, but the critic score is at 85% and 90 or the audience score is at 90%. The budget for this movie, and like I well, said... Well, I mean, critically, it's not... It's not There Will Be Blood. <laughs> right. But it's a movie about it's, Deadpool and all the marketing leading up to it. It's fairly derivative of other action movies. I mean, eventually... Well, yeah. I mean... The, and the, this is this is not the me next saying movie that they, I don't fucking love every single derivative second of it. Yeah, and they kind of turn into that derivativeness in the second one right. as well. So. But it is... I mean, it's very, like... You've seen it before. And it is very, like, a typical story of boy loses girl, boy they, has to rescue girl. They do, I mean, they do make several self-aware yeah. jokes Meta and references jokes. and yeah. stuff about the fact that they know that it's kind of derivative, mm-hmm. but... The budget of this movie is $58 million. Um, I will do $2021 as well. Uh, opening weekend for a $58 million movie for a movie that... Ex- Fox executives fought tooth and nail and didn't understand the character of Deadpool. The movie on just its opening weekend for a $58 million budget movie made $132.5 million. That's just for three days. Yeah. Um, did made amazing. Over, over three times its budget. Right. Um, domestically altogether made $363.1 million. Internationally $419.8 million. Altogether, in 2016 dollars, made $782.9 million just in its entire run for that one movie. For, once again, I have to repeat, for a movie that Fox executives were like, no, this is stupid, I don't get it, made nearly a billion dollars on just the one movie. Well, made, we'll go ahead and... Three quarters s- of a billion. We'll, we'll go ahead and say, just for argument's sake... That all of the like PR stuff leading up to it, we'll say that cost forty million. If that, they were really inventive, and we'll get into it here in a second because I wrote a lot of it down. They were really inventive, like really low cost things. I think the most expensive thing was the Deadpool like billboards. Obviously, regular like print ads or and TV ads, right. were just normal stuff. But I think the most expensive thing that's outside of norm is. Just the way that they did the billboard ads. Um, we'll get to that here in a second. But in 2021 dollars, the uh, inflation increase was at 13.7 percent increase. So opening week or budget for the movie in 2021 dollars would have been 65.9 million dollars. Opening weekend 150.8 million. Domestically 413.1 million dollars. Internationally 477.6 million dollars. Altogether in 2021 dollars 890.6 million dollars. In 2021 dollars. So this movie made ridiculous amounts. But well, yeah, that's that's kind of the point that I was trying to make. Like, even if you want to argue that they spent, you know, an extra 20 million on top of their 
$59 million budget, mm-hmm. it still made $700 million yeah. beyond that. Yep. So it made money all over the fucking place. And like I, I mentioned earlier, like the marketing for this was really spot on. Ryan Reynolds, which is not something you get with a lot of movies, worked really closely with Fox's marketing team. And some of the stuff that they came up with was um, like the, I don't know if you remember the, the uh, emoji sign for Deadpool. It was just the dead symbol, a poo symbol, and the letter L mm-hmm. on just a billboard, Deadpool. Um, other ones with like a Valentine's Day, like romantic movie-esque uh, billboard, uh, just a Deadpool with like a champagne like background, like a close-up shot of like champagne with all the bubbles and stuff with uh, just Ryan Reynolds and Marina Bakarin. On the on the front of it, just saying Deadpool, right. a Valentine's Day movie. Um, uh, other stuff was it marketed on Tinder as well. It just had Deadpool's profile, and the profile was semi-professional bad guy, unaliver, chimichanga a connoisseur, frequent patron at Sister Margaret's for wayward girls, and um, yeah, that's the rest of it. And then it had like insane TV spots that constantly played, um, uh, just like different things like him in an Australian hat with all the corks. Um, uh, the testicular cancer ones, just crazy, insane marketing, uh, campaigns that they had. And then at one point during the whole marketing, I think like leading up to the night, you could watch Deadpool, um, VH1, MTV and Spike had three hours of nothing but Deadpool ads. So it was just three hours before the movie came out of just Deadpool ads and just different things tailored to each station. It was an insane marketing campaign that they tailored for this movie. Mm-hmm. They do something similar with the second one, but they didn't really have to campaign too hard for right. the second one. After after the first one was as big of a success as it was, right. like you didn't really have to try really hard to get people right. back in the seats to see and the second. I've, and I know like a lot of people are into Deadpool, and it's kind of tarnished the uh, look of Deadpool, for, like the my thrill for watching Deadpool for me. Only because so many people are fucking into. It. I know it sounds fucking just douchey to say, yeah. but it's fucking what everywhere. Do you, what do you want, you hipster bastard? I know, and I really enjoy Deadpool, but part of me is like, oh, it's too many people. Fucking, it's so douchey to say. Too many people know about Deadpool. I mean, I'm a fucking. I have a fucking jersey with like on the back of it. It says like '86, the year Deadpool came out, and just Deadpool on the back of it. It's like a football jersey that I constantly fucking wear. Um, I have a plethora of fucking Deadpool shirts, figurines. I've got several hundreds of the fucking comics, along with trade paperbacks, compendiums. I've got a shit ton of stuff tailored around Deadpool. But not too I many fu- people know about it. I fucking love Deadpool. But part of me is like, oh, too many people fucking know about Deadpool. <laughs> it's so bitchy. You're, you're such a pretentious ass. <laughs> so bitchy. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so I was very excited that this movie's coming out and I wish they would have done more with the Deadpool character of like throwing him in different things uh, we get a little bit of that with Deadpool 2 with like Domino we get Juggernaut in that movie um, obviously like I said in the, the end of this one he, we get Cable and we get cameos from uh, the other X-Men like the first class version of X-Men they're in it for like a split second in that yeah. second movie um, but I really like, enjoyed this Like movie. you said at the beginning, the only thing that I'm really missing from this movie of Deadpool... Is the voiceover. Like the is, different is voices. Is the back and forth inside his brain. Yeah. And I think we sh- I hope we get that in the MCU version. Because obviously Ryan Reynolds has already said that him and Kevin Feige are already working out things on how Deadpool can be entered into the MCU. 
And being that Deadpool is, being that Ryan Reynolds, this character is constantly in a mask, it doesn't always have to be Ryan Reynolds doing things. So we just, for certain scenes, you just need Ryan Reynolds on screen. Um, so you really, he could play this character for fucking years. He, I mean, he's in his yeah. 40s at this point. He could play it for another like 20 to 25 years. Because you only really need him for certain scenes, and you can young him up whenever you need to, because we have that technology um, now. And it looks really well, especially in Marvel movies. Well, the and you don't, you don't really have to, because... No, you don't have to. Like, you don't have to... Well, specifically him. Like, you don't have to make him look any younger, because, like, his face is all fucked yeah. up anyway. Yeah. Uh, I'm just saying, like, maybe some of that will be shown through on, like, the makeup, so you would have to, like, young up the, yeah, like, scarring, I guess. Um, but, yeah, that's pretty much all I got. And that's all I've got. Make sure to comment, rate, subscribe. Tell us what you think about Deadpool. Uh, tell us, you know, what you, if you're excited for another. How you think he might fit into the Marvel Universe. Yeah, give us your ideas about how he should slip in. I think by the end of the second Deadpool, he's well, time-traveling, so well, I think it would my, fit perfectly right into my, uh My guess on how he'd fit in is he'd spit on it first, <laughs> and then he'd just very slowly and gently glide Glided in. in. <laughs> Um, also remember to find, uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Nordinian. You also find me on both those platforms at that wanker. Um, and remember, hope is like the sun. If you only believe in it when you can see it, then you'll never make it through the night.